Alrighty, welcome to No Blocks, a flesh and blood podcast, brand new, off the 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 flesh and blood line, the factory line. How do we want to call that? <laughs> I have no clue personally. Um, off the flesh and <laughs> flesh, off the flesh and blood cutting floor. Yeah, cutting floor. There you go. Because there we go. That's an old timey reference. Podcast yeah. named after some in-game interaction in Flesh and Blood number seventy-eight. Yes. Episode one. Episode one. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, today uh, we're going to introduce ourselves, so you know who we are, as we go through this journey in a, a Flesh and Blood podcast and talk about uh, a lot about uh, uh, the Commoner League we're all in and some <laughs> other stuff in Flesh and Blood. Um, so I introduce myself. If you're unfamiliar with me, uh, I go by Fortuan, but I'm also known as Cham, uh, which is my real nickname. Um, I do. Uh, yeah, I do play Flesh and Blood. I'm going to be partaking in the Commoner League. I think all three of us are. And, uh, you know, we'll get more into ourselves a little bit later on. Um, so, and I'm also the one editing. So if you got problems with how this sounds and, and, and is edited together, you can complain at me. Um, so yeah. Uh, and then welcome Murph. How you doing? I am good. Thank you for having me. I am, uh, Murph is my real life nickname and my Discord handle. Okay. So yeah, it's easy, makes it easy to keep track of. I think I'm yeah. also aliased somewhere elsewhere as Fudgenator. It's also, uh, hmm. as I'm known in some online spaces, and that comes from a nickname I've had a gamer tag since like, oh I don't know, since I was like eight. Oh wow! So, yeah. See, yeah, it's a it's an old one, but it's stuck around. Um, I was 16, I think, when I got my gamer tag of Fortuan. And I and I've I'm that on everything like Discord, Reddit, PlayStation, Nintendo, like everything. Like they stick around. Even, yeah. I I used to be Tarkus in a lot of places, and you can still see remnants of that in a lot of my public profiles. Okay. I was gonna like right. I was I was gonna like fully switch that over at some point, or like make fully updated profiles, but um. <laughs> Yeah, it's, no. it's hard. It's, to, it's, it's, it's hard to switch. It's it's hard to switch, especially when I was uh I was that since I was like thirteen. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Yep. And then um, I was like, I need something that that feels more right. This is to me when I was thirteen. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, leading leading on that, welcome Arafel. Um, Hi, co-host. Uh yeah, uh, I am Arafel online uh, in real life. You could just call me Yvette. I play Flesh and Blood at um a uh, very respectably subpar level. Uh, more of a blitz person generally, but getting ready to uh, partake in this commoner league that our friend Smithle has set up. Uh, I am uh, listening very closely and waiting in the wings the the decks other people are playing and uh, trying to devise scientifically what is uh, most ready to ruin their days. Chain. Oh boy. I picked a, I picked a deck and I just built it willy-nilly and... Um... <laughs> Murph was actually giving me tips to to do a better deck because, mm. well, I don't know if you looked at it, Arafel. Murph <laughs> and I, week one, are against each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. my. Very um, first match. That's true. I, <laughs> my, yeah, my first match is against someone that I know already and that I've played with. And um, they actually gave me the reason to switch off of the first deck that I made. Um, oh wow! I there made it. I made Azalea as my first deck because I thought, okay, oh. no, there's no command and conquer. There's no way they can get my arsenal. Um, and then I learned uh, that the arsenal just is the problem. And uh, 
we had this we, kinda, I think I, I, yeah i think i talked about this uh last time but we had this one interaction where um i played a whisper of the oracle i found an arrow that was kind of subpar so i read the glide path and i you know opt again after i bottom it and my friend just goes really digging aren't you and i'm like yeah that that that's kind of mm-hmm. how this deck goes most of the time and i was like well this that's sucks but i want the on hit so i'm just gonna play bravo and uh Building Bravo mm. is really easy because it was my first deck, so it was very easy for me to understand the card pool and know what was good and what was kind of a sleeper card at the common rarity. Yeah, yeah. Bravo's also good because it's just got a lot of, you know, like Pummel's just too good. Well, Pummel's really good. You can just include yeah. a bunch of those and it's uh, it's free pressure. That builds off a thump, which is a really good card, especially when you're playing a lot of auras. Uh, you yeah. play auras mostly, uh, not because they're amazing cards just because they're extra free value and they turn on anathos and allow you to hit for six after you've blocked yeah. uh and then there's also stonewall confidence which uh, i haven't verified this fully but the the text kind of implies would work with unmovable and just make it like oh bravo mirror i'm in a stonewall confidence uh this costs right. three or more so therefore you're looking at an eight block wall uh yeah it's pretty crazy <laughs> yeah uh, actually um i was i had to read uh stonewall confidence very very closely lately because i have been trying very hard and failing to do so become a level one judge um, <laughs> so I, I don't I, know if you i mean do you do you know anything about that that i didn't pick up on uh no um not really uh it's the 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 question was like basically do a bunch of math based on <laughs> stonewall confidence um, Stonewall Confidence yeah. is a really crazy card. I think um, it's not where it wants to be in mm-hmm. uh, Classic Constructed, which is, I guess, the main format you'd want to play. I guess a Guardian Pyro and maybe Blitz. Uh, like, Old Him wants to run too many elemental actions. So you're really only running it in Bravo. Yeah. Uh, and right now, the current Bravo plan, you're playing a lot of things that don't cost uh, three or above. Yeah. Uh, which... Now I'm not really good with deck techs, but wouldn't it also be in the uh, the Valda aura that's been gaining some steam? Well, the the problem with it most of the time in me, I guess, messing around with it is that uh, it uh, it it relies on cards that cost it three does, or more, yeah. Uh, yeah. and if you're mm-hmm. running mostly auras, most of those cost two. So right. Even yeah, when you're trying you're to right. turn on Blessing of Deliverance as someone who's built the Valda deck and put it together, even turning on Blessing, even getting a single hit on it can be very awkward at a lot of times. So I just, as sure. much as I think Stonewall Confidence is this like really insane sleeper card, it just doesn't, it doesn't slot in. Commoner is different because Commoner, uh, you're running a lot of cards to supplement game plans. It's a lot how like you'll get like a pre-con Blitz deck or I guess like a Commander deck in Magic and it's like, here's a card that, uh, you know, it's like it does a really good effect from uh, some card that's a million dollars from ten bajillion years ago, uh, but it's like seven mana and it, it takes like four turns to turn on. Um, right. <laughs> in Commoner, you could do a lot of stuff like that. Uh, like yeah, for example, for, yeah. my my list currently, the game plan is turn on Anathos, uh, fatigue, because uh, every deck in the Commoner format is a freaking aggro deck. So if you yeah. just if you just have a bunch of blues to pay for your null rune and yeah. uh, more defense reactions than they think you're actually running, 
it kind of uh, just balances itself out. You could block a lot of damage. And even stuff like Unmovable that doesn't work in every matchup, you know, because there's no sideboards in Commoner. It turns yeah, on yeah. Anathos. Uh, Slogism. You don't even play a lot of the time. It blocks for two, but it costs three. So Stonewall Confidence makes it a four or a five block. It's still a good card right. to have there. Uh, and it's gas to, like, turn on a thump or something like that. The The idea is that, like, even if the cards aren't great, even if you're not even playing all of them and you're blocking with a lot of them most of the time, everything turns on something else, and there's always a reason something is there. Does, okay. running, does running Bravo rather than Oldham give um, you a better shot of the fatigue? I it, it means I'm dealing with one kind of fatigue, which uh, right. is very simple to manage, and I think a lot of the decks are very simple and straightforward. I definitely think it's going to struggle into some of the arcane barrier matchups and having to slow down some of those since it definitely blocks very tall yeah. very narrowly but right. also in just all the commoner games i played with people uh the very tall aggro strategies are just very popular uh on top sure, of that yeah. you're just you're running your sink belows you're running your fate for scenes and those might seem like they're off the plan at first they're like oh they don't you know turn on they don't get turned on by anything they're these zero cost things like why would you run it? it's just stuff that doesn't turn on anathos or any of your other uh, aura cards um it's but i mean really what you want is stuff that can still just like block and those cards just are a lot of value yeah. on their own They're especially against yeah especially against wide strategies where they want to hit you at like four or five break points those are even going to be a yeah. little lower in commoner so i mean you could always just expect that if you bring way too much that they're never going to be able to touch you in any scenario sure yeah, yeah we'll find out uh and the thing with old him is um it, I felt like his need to maybe, like, do this, like, sort of semi-frostbite theme kind of gave the deck a bit of a lack of focus. Like, uh, it definitely... Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure I'm going to eat my words. Like, I'm going to play against some really good old him player. They're going to play, like, a very similar plan to me. Um, and they're going to know exactly when to do his ice defense react. They're going to give me basically no plan. But at the same time, it also just kind of felt like if what I wanted to do was just kind of be a wall against damage like the frostbite tokens help sometimes but especially if like i expect other guardian decks to be good guardian decks can a lot of times just pay past that they're running a lot of blues and the other point of my list was that it runs a lot of blue yeah oh yeah well so, any guardian any yeah. guardian. i do expect all them to, to be popular i mean also I'm, I'm i'm also just trying to when i go on that long spiel uh, rationalize the fact that I started on Bravo and he's just more comfortable for me. So, <laughs> sure. Yeah, you know, that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's absolutely fair. That's basically why. Um, yeah. yeah. I, um, so, I was just, I would like to get into what we're doing for the Commoner League, but um, we have we have a lot to talk about today as far as introductions and stuff. So, Arafal, do you want to talk a little bit about yourself? About um, myself. Yeah, just whatever you're comfortable with sharing so people get to know you when we're, you know, talking flesh and blood, like maybe how you got into the game or yeah, you know, other things um, you do. I started around the Tales of Aria meta around last summer. Um, mm -hmm. I had some friends who one time we were going to have a game night. It was just going to be the three of us. They both played Magic and they were like, you should get a commander deck. So I found one. And... Uh, mm. It was a very good time. Um, I got the one of the. I think it was like one of the 2018 Commander precons. It was the. 
right. I, talking about magic on a flesh and blood podcast it was geared it was the guy that makes I mean, rhinos he makes a lot of rhinos and they turn sideways and uh i fell in love with turning stuff yep. sideways um i played a little Combat. bit more it's a, it's a fun strategy yeah i played a little bit more magic and then i found that there was a strategy i liked even more uh it was very interactive strategies um mm. very staxy strategies i like <clears throat> commander a lot uh i learned very quickly that no one else liked these strategies <laughs> so oh the stacks yeah yeah no. yeah people, yeah people they get I, a little I upset one who does not like a stack strategy because it's actually well, my biggest complaint with magic is oh like, yeah oh your your fun is have me not having fun that's, <laughs> well, either way. that sounds pretty messed up dude that's that, that's always been my reaction. <laughs> well, either way, my main thing is like stacks are fine because it's like they just right. they go like I I'm not not my favorite, but I mean more like uh I like a lot of removally strategies. Like I'm gonna do a lot sure. of like targeted like burn right. strategies stuff where it's just I am trying to disrupt core parts of game plans. I like blue black. Still doesn't make me any less of a terrible horrible person who uh makes to likes to make other people have no fun, but uh, either way, like uh I I wanted a game where uh I was able to interact with people and that was the fun yeah. and that's when I found Flesh and Blood. Yeah. Uh yes. The other thing that drew me to it was um I liked Commander because of the kind of like you are your command. I know that's a very popular um talking point but my angle on it was that i um i grew up playing smash bros and i kind of integrated from that um some friends of mine introduced me to like guilty gear recently i started messing around with a little bit of street fighter so i like fighting games a lot and i like a lot of you know the history of like the fighting game community and a lot of that stuff uh followed it for a while kind of in the background uh in flesh and blood uh just down to like a gameplay perspective reminds me of fighting games so much uh to the point where to the point where when i was when I was first like picking up the game, um, I was looking at it like a fighting game. After a certain point, once I realized mm-hmm. this, like I, I didn't have a lot of like core strategy, but I think when I first started doing well, and like my warrior decks, I was just kind of like, oh yeah, this is warrior. This is kind of like a strike throw character. You you kind of get in people's faces and you mix them up uh, after mm-hmm. you put out some pressure, and then you either throw them, you know, attack reaction. Yeah, or you you basically right, yeah. hit them in the face. The mix is basically if you're going to do the attack reaction or not. Yeah, exactly. Right? And then I got into Bravo, and you yeah. know, in Smash, I played Bowser and Street Fighter, I like Zangief, because hey, I'm like, this I'm, is a this I'm is a grappler. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm down with Bowser's my main. My if I had a main in Smash, it'd be Bowser. Now I don't have a main because I play on random. But if everyone forces <laughs> me to pick, I play Bowser. Bowser just works, um, yeah. especially. I mean, that's the that's the thing with uh those very like media attack, like slow wind up characters. They they're knowledge checks. They always punish like, do you know I can pivot here and do this, or like, do you know? Yeah. Um, like I mean, again, like Awakening just got banned. Um, mm-hmm. that card mm-hmm. like it bad game design goes against a lot of what makes Flesh and Blood good pure grappler shit because like what it is is effectively is just like oh like do you know i have this tool where i can just you know have a comeback mechanic like do you know it's there and that that is like the core of what a grappler in a fighting game does is it fun no and that's why grapplers suck because it's probably good that we take all those tools away from grapplers (laughs) that they have to work a little bit more it does make them a little cooler too like how cool is it that like when bravo without awakening gets off like a full pulverize like Again, like yeah, that and Crippling Crush, they're light command grabs, kind of. Pulverize feels, is a, a fun better. card. Pulverize yeah. is my personal favorite card in the game, just from a 
I, I like that the number 10 kind of uh, looks like it's not supposed to be there, and I hope it stays that way on all subsequent printings of cards that have the number 10 or double digits. Yeah, Paul oh. Price is such cool art, too. Oh, definitely. Um, well, so I actually pulled off in my Valda deck has a single copy of Pulverize. I, I actually pulled off a Towering Titan into a Pulverize. Mm. That was fun. It was like, well, maybe he hit fun me. for you. That's crazy. Oh, oh, yeah. It was. It was not. It was not fun for them. Uh, well, the funny thing is, they were playing. I can't remember. They were thinking they were playing Prism, and they got off a pretty meaty turn. They got like a, a eleven damage turn in, and I just let it go through. I was just like, uh, we're good." Well, that's the now, thing. That's the thing no against blocks. Prism is you're no letting blocks. it. <laughs> you're letting it. You're 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 letting it get through anyway because it's like. Um, it it's it's all split damage like it, there's not yeah. really a point to defend it it's just gonna yeah spread out yeah so i had uh i i put out the towering titan and then i um heaved the pulverize and then <laughs> i already had a bunch of uh seismic surge tokens because they were drawing cards oh so, so it was free it because wasn't free. It was... I still had to pay three. You had to pay but... three yeah. for a pulverize. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, it was. That was a fun. He was like, he was like, so I hit you for eleven, and you cracked back for twenty-two. I was like, yes. I um, I, did. I was playing Kasai yep. one time, and an old him did that to me while Awakening was still legal, and I was very sad because uh, uh, in a in a yeah. world in a world where that card isn't real. I, I pressured them flawlessly. I was going to win for all intents and purposes. I had blood on their hands in my arsenal. They just, you know, they had oh, they had the, yeah. they had the awakening. awakening. Bad card design. Next turn. That's yeah. that's always that that next turn. You were dead, buddy. That next turn. That's yeah. why so I like that. Kano. Uh, I love Kano so much. Kano, okay, makes me Kano you got the you're the last turn and all you no cards in hand. Um, I always had this feeling I got as someone who grew up with ADHD that whenever you took like a what what fantasy class are you in real life personality quiz if you had ADHD and you gave that I just can't ever focus answers. You'd always get sorcerer. Like it's mm. it's just the stereotype of sorcerers. And I love Kano because I feel like when I play him, I can completely reclaim that. It's like you're not you're not using this to call me a filthy, dirty sorcerer who can't focus. I am a filthy, dirty sorcerer who can't <laughs> focus because I'm so focused on <laughs> trying to keep these lines intact that I can't yes, perceive yeah. the world Kano around big me. Brain. I that's Kano's what I brain. yeah. It's the it's the kind of sporadic intelligence that I love about Kano. It's like sometimes it's this very underwhelming. Uh, I, I Voltic Bolt you for a five, and you're just like, okay, Arcane Barrier four, I take one. And then the next turn, they're yeah. just like, uh, RIP Stir the Aether Winds, I Stir Forked, uh, take a lot of damage. You're like, I yeah. guess I will, Kano. Yeah, I don't have enough I don't have enough pitch for this. <laughs> <laughs> I, he's also scary. Like, you'll be swinging into a Kano, and uh, you'll have this, like, really great line set up. It's like, Oh, I wanna I wanna play this like super big attack reaction. Then you're like looking at it, and you're like it pitches for two, and you're looking over at Kano, and you're looking back at the combat chain, and you're like I could push more damage. And you look back at Kano, and you look at how much pitch he has in his hand, and you're like I'm gonna I'm gonna pass turn. I'm gonna hang on to this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's uh, a lesson yeah. in restraint where they don't have to practice any. Yeah. Nope. No, they do not. It's a different um, kind of just turning things sideways. <laughs> yeah, right. right. 
So, uh, so Murph, let's let's hear a little about you and and how you got into Flesh and Blood, and so, so yeah, so I got into Flesh and Blood. I'm pretty recent. I um, I don't even know what the data was, but it was kind of like a little bit before Everfest came out. Okay, sure. Uh, that's, yeah, like, that's recent. Yeah, it's so like a little bit like about, about a month before Everfest came out. Pre or um, post Briar nerf? I well, no, because I actually was I was pre Briar nerf, kind of like at the height of Briar. That's when I came in. You remember the then, the discourse. I do remember the discourse. We didn't know how bad it would get. <laughs> and then, because um, I came from, well, I mean, I, I started, my first DCG was Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, mm. Kind of like back yeah. with the, you know, like the TV show and everything and played a lot of that as, as a kid. But um, I heard about Flesh and Blood first from my, through, like, through my LGS. Um, I'm a big Keyforge player. Mm. So I still try and play Keyforge as regular as I can. I did in a few online leagues that uh, I mentioned I was in a league match today. I mean, it was in a Keyforge league match. I have a couple. Decks. Oh, okay. I don't know. Where yeah, they when are. you said league, my video game brain just said League of Legends. That's just when no, people say yeah. league. That's what I think. League of Legends. <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a key, uh, Keyforge league that's run out of um, Sweden. So mm. that's a ton of wow. fun. And so I heard about it, and you know, I definitely, I definitely, my, upon first first brush of Flesh and Blood, I was sort of just like, oh, this game seems like it has a really big speculator problem. Mm. Um, Honestly, it kind of do. It kind of do. It does. It, it does it, have a big speculator problem. It, it did and is better and still does. It's weird. <laughs> yes. Now, are it's we talking a, like people buying up card specu- speculator? Like, I'm not as familiar. Yes. Yeah, um, you will, says, you like, people learn... make, like what happened with Mask of Momentum when Faye was revealed, yeah. where it shot up like sixty dollars. Well, even more so, I think. Yeah. Um, I think Storm Striders before uh, Adult Icelander oh, yeah, got facts. revealed. Uh, it was a, I believe it was a consistently ninety dollar card for like months. Uh, yeah, and then now I, it's yeah, and then Icelander was revealed. Not even like the cards like hadn't even come out. And it's a, uh, it's like a firmly one fifty card right now. Yeah, um, I think so uh, I actually think Phantasmal Footsteps are approaching two hundred dollars, which they're already at like one seventy. But last I checked, yep. um, Ooh, I got to check my there. binder if I have one or not. Yeah, dump them while they're, them while they're because hot because someone wants it. Yeah, the uh, I'm lucky yeah. I pulled a mask on into my first ever <laughs> box. But I, um, um, yeah, I have my tunic, but it got reprinted like a hundred times, so it's still valuable, which is cool. But, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, the old the old printings won't like it, the thing about the that is like old printings don't really ever go don't really devalue. I they don't mm-hmm. really. I've noticed. Um, I actually checked no. my uh, my tunic after uh, my unlimited tunic after history pack just came out. And it, it, I mean, I don't even care if my tunic goes down in value. I, I want the white border cards out there. I want them to be yeah. uh, a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's also one yeah. of those things where I mean, you can even look at other. You can. I mean taking Yu-Gi-Oh! as an example, I don't play it, but, like, I, I follow it. Like, they have very consistently, like, high rarity cards, reprints, whatnot. Yeah. Right? They have a yearly reprint set where, you know... It goes to something, stuff. right? Goes well, that was the reason. That's not a... That's, not, that's kind of a reprint set, but they have, like, they have, um... I can't remember what they're called, but they're, like, anniversary tins or something. Okay. Um, yeah. And so they have two tins or whatever a year, and they're all they are is reprints of like the hot of like the usually the hottest hits of the past year of releases that was actually another thing speaking of which um i was shocked with with the history packs i was looking at uh what was in them basically just i was trying to figure out what the reprints were if they were actually like okay they've 
key cards they mean key cards and i think we talked about this last week i was worried about like what if they have reprinted some legendaries they don't reprint say teclo metric set comes out yeah. uh teclo inflates 300 dollars card all of a sudden they actually hit yeah. all of the legendaries uh welcome yeah. through arc i was like trying to be like no did they miss one or two no they got them all and i was yeah. like I was really. So they happy had the that. ranger helmet. They did because that's even, the one I was looking for. They even yep, have hard his crossbow. That one, uh, or skullbone cross. Uh, cross yeah. mm-hmm. It's one yeah, of my. Fa- mm-hmm. It's my favorite art on like any equipment card. Um, it's so cool, and I want it because it's only like forty dollars to get an unlimited one. It's cheap. Yeah, I think I, think I, uh, I, think I ordered uh, one when I didn't get one on the history because I got a case of history. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I got my third mask of momentum, and that was it. This I, a third one of the, that. those are hot right now yeah the the one i'm actually trying to hit right now yeah. from history is i want a mask just because um i mean not even because of like five like he looks cool i've just always wanted to build katsu i think the i think the tutoring mechanic is really cool i just think it's very super I, fun i put the mask in katsu a friend of mine who um i'll talk about when we yeah. get to talking about my stuff um he is borrowing my first mask, so I have a mask in the binder that's just sitting there. I want to now, be a, a religious scholar of the break tide line. I want to show people how cool it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of the uh, Mugenshi release, the Lord of Wind line. Mm-hmm. That that's, that's the that's the one where there's no arguments, just like the straight up like, yeah, that one's good. Uh, yeah, this, hun- that's a classic. 100 wins is also hilarious. Six zero-cost cards that combo into themselves and then have a combo finisher that just shuffles them all back in. Yeah, I don't, that's, re- that's I don't remember. I don't remember which which lines are directly in it. I know that I have the ones that go off a crane stance. Oh, those, those ones are, are fun. One. Those ones are fun. I don't think Harry's yeah, yeah, yeah. Flight is an underrated card or anything. I think it's perfectly rated. Uh, it's not amazing. But it is cool, and I wish there was a good card that did things like it. Kind of, uh, it's got an interesting choice. I don't know if you know what card I'm referring to. There's this one that, uh, it's I think near the. It's one of the options for like the end of the crane dance line. Um, yeah, yeah, it's an either or. Yeah, where it's this or that. Um, yeah, it's uh, they can only defend with attack reactions, or they can only defend with, uh, you know, or not attack actions or something like that. Yeah, um, and I think it's a yeah. cool choice. Now against Rune Blade, it, it's kind of a card you'd want to sideboard out. But against like, <laughs> I don't yeah. know, um, Warrior, you could just be like, uh, I don't know, you can't, you can't, you can only defend with attack actions. Oh, what's that? You don't have any? Wow, nerd. <laughs> My Kasai has one. Yeah. Nourishing Kasai emptiness. Has... Yes, and but that I would. Was, that I, was because I would never block with it. That to me, <laughs> I am obsessed yeah. with hitting with it. No, you never block with that. That's you never insane. do. You always want to hit with it. Yeah. I love nourishing so, emptiness. Uh, I love giving my swords go again both times and then hitting with it the third time when they think my deck only hits twice. Yep. It's not bad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, unless you have blood on your hands, then it hits four times. But, oh my. Um. So anything else, Murph, you'd like to say about um yourself or how you got oh, yeah. into the game? We were in the we were in the we were on the speculator issue problem, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so I, that's how that's how I got it. My first brush was basically like, oh, this game has some like really serious speculator and like cost problems, and like I you know sort of I left it alone for months, mm-hmm. 
sort of like seeing it on the shelf because there's one box of Tales of Aria first edition on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. so I guess someone ordered someone ordered three bo- three boxes of it, and then like that was like the only order they had. Um, oh, okay. So like, there's no there's no flesh blood scene where I am really. I am the scene. Um, <laughs> and so after like I did some, I feel like you know going back to it, and I was like I was like oh like I heard I heard some more about it, so I, I did some research, and it was like oh this actually seems really cool. So I got into it, and um, yeah, I've been playing mostly online and like the and all that kind of stuff. So I've been I've been playing. I my first character was Katsu because I opened Mask Momentum. I was like oh got to go with this one. Um, yeah. Yeah, no way. Yeah, you have to. Absolutely. And so I've been I've been rocking that. It's been a lot of fun. And then I also um huge fan of Dash. Mm. So I've recently been kind of fleshing out the Dash section of the collection. I think the only, I mean the only thing that's really missing is um it's a plasma barrel shot which I ordered, but also the Tech Foundry Heart, which I'm mm. hoping to have, you know, with the white border cards, maybe get one of those. I was about to ask what you thought about the rifle builds, if you had any sort of a uh, opinion on uh, those, because I think they're very cool. Uh, they're really cool. They really need. You're essentially you're looking to. I was actually having this discussion with with Fortune uh, in the other in the pre space because um, I've been running uh, Talishar in my Commodore dash. Um, yeah, I had the same reaction. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm sure it's in a, there's a reason for this. And I mean, yeah, I mean, like, hitting for four is good. I guess the games don't go that long. But, like... Basically, yeah. It breaks, dude! It does. <laughs> you have, on dash, right, what you're looking to do is you're looking to go as wide as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Comrade Dash, you got, like, you're looking to go tall and wide with, like, rotary rams and locked and loaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you're either, you're either going to have a little bit of floating resources... Or none, so and so there's, so you're looking to get basically a little yeah. bit of chip damage off of the pistol, or maybe you're and like if you're so the pistol's not really all that great because it's a long game gun, you can't give a go again right? You can't use it more than once. Yeah, exactly. You have no induction chamber in this format. Yeah, so it's, the pistol's <laughs> kind of bad, and then so you say, okay, what do I use? Do I use the plasma barrel shot? Well, the plasma barrel shot is is equivalent to Talishar if I've boosted three times a turn. If you've boosted three times a turn. Yeah, only if you've boosted, which isn't necessarily... You can't necessarily do, because... You don't have the resources, and you don't have the boost cards, right? Because you're also trying to use, like, rotary ramps and locked and loaded's. Yeah, yeah, and on aggro dash, you deck yourself before Talishar breaks anyway. Yeah, so you're basically... <laughs> you're gonna have, you, you might have three chances to use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if you're, if you're going second, and you say, like, okay, like, I think I can probably hit three dashes... I imagine boots. I imagine you don't even swing a weapon every turn anyway. And no, you don't. The, no, the pistol no, in, yeah. in most builds that I've seen really works as like a backup option if you don't have a card or you have pitch left over. Whereas the Talishar is like, hey, here's four damage, which is more than I'm hitting for usually. Yeah, and exactly. Like, if, you've got, if you've got a hand where it's like, it's like, it's like, you can, I can either swing with a blue zipper hit or I can swing with it. I can I can hit it with like a yeah, a blue, um, what you call it? A blue throttle, or I can hit mm-hmm. with Talishar. I'd rather, yeah. you know, pitch with the pitch with um, the throttle. Pitch with the throttle, yeah, so then. I don't fatigue myself quite so fast, and just hit with the Talishar. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's what weapons are for. It's to keep you in the game. 
Exactly. I mean, well, that's why so much of my Bravo deck was built around trying to trigger Anathos, is just because being able to hit for six is so good. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Six is two cards. You know, two good blocking cards. We're not talking, like, average. They're good blocking cards, or six. No, exactly. So, and, um, yeah, I'm just looking at that's Tal- a, I'm looking at Talishar here. That's a here. red steel blade shunt. Like that is mm-hmm. that, that is the the yeah. maximum of a steel blade shunt. Like, oh yeah, dash is also really nice because all of her, everything of hers is three block. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yes. you're not really looking to block on dash because you're trying to just aggro them out. But in a pinch, it's the same pickle. thing with Dory. Dory's yeah. all threes too. Yeah, I'm actually exactly. I'm actually even clicking on a, a a dash list here in Blitz, like regular ass Blitz, and they have Talishar sideboarded. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I saw I, uh, I saw the I saw the Talishar tech around. Um, mm. I saw it on the Teclo Teclo Foundry. There is YouTube mm-hmm. channel well, where they do like a whole bunch of dash stuff. Yeah, and as someone who uh, didn't even know about the the strat, which like uh, I joke, it makes sense when you explain it to me. It makes a lot of sense, and I know that personally. As much as like you know, if I'm if I'm talking to my friend or I'm building a deck myself, I could say like you sound you sound like you're on crack. It's Talishar. Um, I feel like if I were at an actual event, like if I'm you know I'm going to uh, calling at the end of the week, if I'm at the yeah event, absolutely, and I'm sitting down for like a sanctioned match for real money, and mm-hmm. my opponent is a dash and they flip over Talishar, I'm terrified because I don't I don't know what they have up their sleeve. Right, right. What is, what is happening? <laughs> what next level strategy yeah. is going on here? <laughs> I was like, I that's the option I ignore on FabDB when I'm putting my decks together. Why is it yep. here? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um when I went to so uh I've been to one calling myself. I went to Calling Cincinnati because mm-hmm. I live in Ohio. And um I sat down with a with a first match was a so I was playing Dorinthia, and this is like a, a side event that was classic constructed. It was only four rounds. And I first one, I sat down against, and this is me fairly new into the game. I wasn't like super, like, I hadn't been playing a ton of time. But um, first match, I don't really remember what it was. Second match was a Katsu. I knew what was going on with Katsu. Mm-hmm. Both both of the uh, the Wakazashis or whatever, whatever they are, Kadachis. What are they? Kodachi's. Yeah, I remember the first time Kodachis. I learned about Kodachi for one, and it it, I mean, just like the damage itself, like the first time you play against it and you really realize how good it is, it, it creeps in slowly. And near the end of the yeah, game, it's yeah, like, yeah. A, it's like it's especially when you're getting low and you're swing. like, I don't want to block one damage. It was go again. Yeah, it it goes yeah. it goes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Card, it's one. No, I've started blocking them. I've started, I've started blocking them every once in a while. Um, but whenever I, I whenever I against... do it, I look the Katsu dead in the eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just make them uncomfortable. Like, yeah. what are you doing? I'm what? blocking the Kodachi. No, stop! I don't like this. <laughs> they never blocking, <laughs> blocking the Kodachi with the red steel blade shunt. <laughs> oh, I'm. Just, just I did, I've done that. I've, I've done, done that. it. I've done it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All I was gonna say is I actually went against a Dory mirror match, and I was using Dawnblade, of course, right? It's Dory, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they pull out two Centauri sabers, and I'm like, oh, I've, um, what? 
I've been a believer in the Saber story for a while. I just, um, I like Kasai a lot. <laughs> I do too. I mean, she's, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it, uh, with, with, with me. Um, sorry to take over Murph. Is there anything no else about, cause you, you're a big dash fan is where we left off. And then big dash fan. Yeah. Big dash, big Katsu fan. Um, but I've sort of been, I've been transitioning off. I've been mostly been playing dash. Mm. Okay. So I think they're just, they're super, that playstyle is super fun. And also as a, I am from Ontario, Canada. Okay. As well. Yeah. That's it. Ontario. I, I, uh, I previously, not currently, I previously had a, a, a pod, uh, a podcast co-host on my, uh, weekly monster, uh, monster hunter slash video game one. Um, he was, I don't remember what area of Canada it was, but he was two time zones over from you west. So he was oh, out in the boonies. In the woods. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. No, he wasn't He wasn't in Alberta. He was in the, he was in one of the more rural areas out there. But Well, there's a lot of rural areas. I mean, most of Canada lives like, like what, a few kilometers north of the border. Right. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Northern that makes French sense because it's wild. cold. I get cold here in Ohio. Well, it's also because even... of you know we're, also, we're the second largest country after Russia, plus like you know, but we have most northern stuff is not really habitable, and everyone lives along the Trans Canada Highway and rail line, which is mm-hmm. like traditional settling routes. So yeah, it's a lot of historical yeah. reasons for it. Wild. Okay. No, I'm I'm glad to have some Canadian history there. I, I learned there some go. things. Mm-hmm. I have like um, Canadian blood. I think I don't know. Someone would have to check. You need my blood. Continue. Do some ancestry. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did it once. I don't, I don't remember what we got. I know I'm like a little bit like Balkan. Like I got a little bit of the. I guess. Uh, I think it's Siberia or it's the other part of Russia. I'm bad at geography. Really bad. It's probably why the I Balkans forgot are in the results. Balkans. The Balkans are in the Balkans. Mm. That's what I got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm actually a, a bit Native American myself, and, and most, you know, most people nice. are are like, uh, oh, you know, so what tribe? And I say the tribe, and which is Shawnee, and they're like, who's that? And I'm like, they're actually here, usually in Ohio. It used to be. So yeah, I'm, mm. I'm actually where part of my family was the whole time. Um, but even they weren't in Ohio the whole time. Even in our tribe's history, we actually came from Mexico and oh. traveled down along the edge of Mexico, right. uh, went up to Cuba, went up to Florida, and then traveled up to Ohio. And that's actually in our, our, our tribe history. So way there back, maybe some Mexican in me. Way back. <laughs> there you go. Some Mesoamerican. Um, lot of, lot yeah. of ground covered there. Yeah, um, well, they're uh, the Shawnee are, are referred to as the Shawandase in 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 their own language, and um, that means the people of the South Wind, and that's why they're called that. Ah, so makes sense. Uh, so yeah, little little Native American history there. Um, yeah, I love that. Cool. Thank you. No, that's really sick. Yeah. Um, so for for me, um, I go by Fortuan most of the time, like we talked a little bit about. Um, I do also go by Cham. I'm not really super protective of my, you know, real nickname and stuff because I do. Uh, my bickering bucks uh, is with some real life friends, and they can't call me Fortwine because they've known me as Cham. They're you know the whole time they've known me. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but uh, I mostly go by Fort One because that you know that's where I, I kind of garnered some stuff with Monster Hunter. Um, I actually started podcasting about five years ago, um, right before the uh, the release of Monster Hunter World. If you're familiar with Monster Hunter, uh, there was sort of like a gap in the podcast world for Monster Hunter. There wasn't a Monster Hunter podcast anymore. Like the one that was out there died uh, and just wasn't a thing anymore. So I was like, you know what? I want to do this. Cause uh, I don't know if you guys watch the YouTube channel, cinema sins. They, they started their own podcast, Sin- the sin cast. And I was like, these guys, I like what they're doing. So I kind of modeled some stuff after them, made a mm-hmm. podcast. And then, you know, here we are. And I have had several failed shows uh, that have gone under the Hunter's Hub umbrella, including stuff for like D and D. Then uh, I did a magic show for a little while. Um, Very nice. I do you mean Magic the Gathering or like Magic isn't like yeah Magic, yeah Magic the Gathering. Yeah, got it. Um, but as far as card games go, you will learn that I am a the most uninformed card person here. B probably the worst card player here. I have always been toes in the water in cards games, and <laughs> Flesh and Blood is the exception. Flesh and Blood is what got me to actually care about a card game more than just half. So, like, my the person who got me into card games is my brother, actually, my younger mm-hmm. brother. Um, he is very much into magic. Part of me doing the magic show was to sort of talk magic with him because uh, uh, I like doing podcasts. So, like, I was like, let's make a podcast out of it. And we had a guest, and it kind of fell apart when I just stopped caring about magic. Like, I was... <laughs> I got I got to the point where the only time I was even looking at magic cards was for the set reviews we were doing on the show. I get like, the impression from a lot of magic players recently that they all very sporadically care about magic where it's like one set will be like wow, I, this is amazing. I think it's really cool that we're here on Innistrad today. And then a week mm-hmm. later it's like wow, here's this really gimmicky set from a plane I didn't care about or some really new gimmicky thing that I don't care yeah. about or wow, Dungeons and Dragons. That's cool in concept, but I don't I mean I thought it was cool, but y- you know, yeah, like yeah. Uh, I'm a big D&D yeah. player. Yeah, I'm that was this, that was an amazing this, set for me. That's why I love Flesh and Blood cuz I'm at this point with Magic where it's like it's it's such this like background thing for me where like i'll yeah. go in the draft at the end of the week like very toes in the water like you said it's like oh it's cyberpunk this week that's cool <laughs> yeah. yeah let's see what let's yeah. see what's going on here it's like this it's this it's this thing that's very hard to like care about 24 7 just because there's so much yeah. all the time like well I think- yeah so my brother is what you know what the uh mobile developers call a whale so yeah he orders, oh, i am he on orders- I am with fab it's cool uh well yeah i'm getting there with fab um but but um (laughs) yeah i've got i've got yeah over here i'm not gonna put the camera there because it's a mess but it's not organized but yeah um the uh so my brother he he used to buy cases of magic now when you talk about a case of flesh and blood that's four boxes you know 400 ish dollars that's kind of quite a bit of money it's six boxes in magic and they're higher price than flesh and blood. So we're talking like, you know, that kind of thing. My brother made a joke one time. Uh, uh, I work with my brother and my dad in a family business and dad went to go do something while Chance was in the car. And, uh, he was in like, like the bank or something for them. And he came back and, uh, Chance was like, well, I did it. And he's like, what'd you do? He's like, 
I spent three thousand dollars on magic cards while you were gone. Like, because <laughs> like while he'll do that gone. sometimes. Like he's like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take three cases of that. I love it. Um, he's like one hundred percent in on magic and always is. And he's he's toes in the water on flesh and blood. And right, so I, I I would go with him to the league. Um, so I didn't used to you know. Uh, work for the family business and everything. I actually used to be in, in Dayton, Ohio. And then I had, and I'm very open, open about this on the other podcast. I had a divorce that didn't go well. So I moved back home and, um, into sort of just like getting out there and sort of like being more social kind of thing. My brother took me to magic. So we went mm-hmm. to Wednesday night commander and I, I kind of got into commander because when I had my first kid, I had to give something up and that was magic. So, but Commander right. was like I always had that car that that deck and I could bring it out and play it with friends when they were over, which wasn't a lot when you have a newborn. And you know, but you know, right. I still kept it. I that I still kept that toes in the water on Magic for a long time until I got very frustrated with that Commander League, very frustrated with that store, and very frustrated with like just Magic in general. So I was just like out yeah. done. So I started hanging out at the local video game store that was next to the hardware store. And then they moved like they moved uh, in the same strip as the magic store. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the video game store moved down and then the video game store got in um, the Monarch uh, precons. And I oh, was right. like, I was like, huh, what's that? I was like, flesh and blood. That's weird. Uh, and, and he was like, I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. And I'm good friends with the uh, one of the owners. And uh, and I got to be good friends with him because I skipped out on Magic and just hung out at his game store all the time and talked to him. So, right. uh, um, like I was like, you know what? I'll get two of them, fifteen bucks a piece, thirty dollars. I'll go home. My brother and I will test it out. He had Prism. I had Levia. It was a bad day for me, but um, <laughs> true. Oh yeah, fair. Yeah. Um. So so then um. I lost terribly, but then I, I came back and I, I was like, all right, I want to watch a video on how to play this better. So yeah. I watched the Tolarian Community College, which I'm not I'm not usually a subscriber on of. I'm now a subscriber because of his very limited flesh and blood, uh, you know, talks. But he does some. I want his, his, his uh, product reviews are really nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I watched his product review. I watched his tutorial on how to play. And I was like, oh, this is what I wanted out of Magic. Like, not not like, mm-hmm. I'm not a person in Magic that likes to do a lot of interactions like you, Arafel. I was more of, like, mid-range, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I did interactions. Interactions are key. Like, that's the only way you can defend your creatures yeah. is interactions. But I prefer the going tall and swinging. And um, I was like, okay, cool. And then uh, I was watching, I was like, but all of my cards are useful all the time. Like, yeah, yeah. this is amazing. And then yeah. it's also kind of like commander. Cause I'm controlling a hero, but it's not a singleton format. I love this. Like I, and then I started getting into it and then, uh, I would, I want to say that was like July of, of last year. Yeah, maybe maybe August even maybe as late as August, and then September is the calling Cincinnati, and I was like, "Got to do it." So I signed up. Um, Very cool. 
I usually have my kids on weekends, so that was kind of a, a a weird thing. But my grandmother lives in Cincinnati, so I was like, I convinced my parents to be like, "Hey, can you hang out with Grandma and my kids while I go play cards?" And then in the evenings, we'll all be a family together, and then I'll go play cards the next day. And um, I actually didn't play. You know, I, you get like when you buy the event ticket, you get like four side event tickets. I only ended up using one side event ticket, and mm-hmm. then going for the main event. Um, and I didn't even go the third day because I just wanted to see my kids and hang out with my family, which yeah. is kind of what happened. Yeah, but, that's fair. Um, it was still amazing. Everyone was super fun there. Everyone was super friendly. Like, if I go to a Magic tournament, people are just so... I just... I don't know what it is with Magic in my experience, but people have been so unkind and very competitive and very... Um, like, what are you doing here? Because I'm... You know, in my heart, I'm so much a casual player. I'm so much a, a toes in on that game. Mm-hmm. And then I, I got into Flesh and Blood, and everyone was so welcoming, so helpful, and that kind of stuff. And I was like, this is awesome. So then I came back home here in the Chillicothe area, and there's not a scene. So I start one at the game store. And then we had a feud with the card shop because they realized people now want to buy flesh and blood and they started scheduling the same days as we were and all this kind of crazy stuff. I hate that card store. Dude, like <laughs> they started they to try are... to compete with you guys directly. Yes. For they did. for for and pl- for and feigned ignorance. For and covering feigned ignorance. a niche that they didn't have didn't have. They didn't even carry flesh and blood. They didn't know until it was I a started. thing. Then you start yeah. this other store. Then you get both markets. They ended up, we ended up moving the day. So mm-hmm. we, we were like, we're, and, uh, bless his heart. My friend at the game store, he's so like, he, he says he doesn't like people, but he's actually really nice. He's like a, <laughs> he's like a, a mean teddy bear. You know what I mean? Like the people who are like mean on the outside, but cuddly on the inside. I feel like that's, it's a lot of the game him. store people I know. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, they, they look like, intimidating. They look like they know more than you, but they like games. Like how mean can they be? Right, unless they're and he's, like he's been a very nice guy to guy. me, but we're also similar aged, and he gets he deals with yeah. a lot of younger people, and he doesn't like a lot of younger people. So, <laughs> hey, fair. I mean, we're fair. we're we're all pricks, every one of us. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's how I kind of got into it, and I actually pseudo I'm not official because he still does all the stuff online, but I help plan, so I am pseudo tournament organizer for this store. Mm. And, you know, we, we set things up. He'll talk to me. So well, we're doing the pre. We actually got. It took him a long time to get armory kits, but he finally did. Nice. Um, and he, you know, the card store they already have all the connections, and they were able to get armory kits like that. Just boom, they got them. Right. And like the game store, they're like, "You're a video game store. Why do you want cards?" He's like, "We're branching out. We're doing more. That's things that businesses do. Please help yeah, us." Yeah. So yeah, and they want to they want to verify really hard that you're not going to sell the armory kit. Like, no, we have armories here. <laughs> Please. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I help run them. I, I know we do. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> yes. The yeah. unfortunate part sure. is sometimes it's just me and my brother and the game store owner playing playing because you know the card shop ate so much of our community off the bat mm-hmm. that, and it, it's just weird. Like it's the same people that I didn't like playing magic with sometimes too yeah. because of their attitudes. Yeah. So like. It's not that they're they're bad, and and they're like the ones that mostly play. Like, uh, there's this guy who plays old him a lot. I he's fine. He's totally fine. I he his attitude is great. He except plays the like the part. worst, except the old him part. Yeah, it's so hard to get across, <laughs> get against. But but other than that, he's very um he's very like 
interested in talking about the game and that kind of stuff. Whereas, you know, before in Magic, he was just, he was like me. He was toes in the water, but he didn't like what was happening. So he was very kind of standoffish because yeah. we didn't know each other right. that well. So, and me being the, the social butterfly that I am, I try to talk to people instead of play because I don't like the game as much. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's kind of how I got into Flesh and Blood. So you talked a little bit, uh, Murph, about like loving Dash and um, mm-hmm. Katsu. My first hero was Azelia, and Ooh, I like, and I was just like, I love this this guy, but she's like the meme terrible hero now. Like, not that she is terrible, but like people like, oh, you got to deal with that arsenal, and you're not dealing getting lightning arrows oh my gosh what yes. are you doing it's honestly right? different in cc or blitz i'd say in commoner you're like i say that about the deck but it's it's commoner azalea that needs a five card hand you know you have better cards yeah, yeah. you have remorse well, azalea has azalea's had problems in general like i think everfest helped her out a lot well yeah like, again before... now now command and conquer is real but i guess you have battering shot like i guess you know well, it helps. It helps. Everything yeah. in Azalea helps. And that's actually one of my favorite things about Ranger, is that Ranger cards, because as a hero gimmick, it just sucks so much to have a bow and arrow. I don't know. I guess people in Wraith just don't like them very much. Uh, mm-hmm. Point is, life sucks for you. Coward when attacking you're... from afar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> life sucks for you when you're a ranged fighter. Um, mm-hmm. Which means the cards themselves are allowed to be incredibly broken. Imagine if Rune oh, yeah. Raid got rain razors. Imagine the chaos that would erupt in the community. We could the Red give, the Ledger is so good. We could give an oh, yeah, awakening yeah. That's what I was to say. Ranger. And it would be yeah. completely justified. No one yeah. would bat yeah. an eye. If they had a card, no, they like get that, stuff like could... seek and destroy. Actually, like, you can do rain razors, seek and destroy. Here's a and, good point. And Red and Here's Ledger. a good point. If, if, if we want the flavor of Ranger to be that they strike with precision and Ninja is our other class with a tutor, why doesn't Ranger have a tutor? Why do they have to Stormtrooper their bow? Why can't they search for cards? Why can't they be like, I'm going to shoot this bow exactly how I want to in just the right way? Like, mm. it's a great, I, it, it would be better if it was like, if there was a better system for like a quiver. I've had I've had yeah. an idea of how to fix Ranger. And I'm just gonna drop give this him a, in episode give him a piece one. Of equipment instead of a chest that you're gonna run a quiver. We need Shadow mm-hmm. Azalea. We need talented Shadow Azalea, and she needs to be able to pressure people by being able to fake out when or whether she shoots an arrow from Banish Zone or her arsenal. She needs more places to shoot arrows from mm. and a place to go wide. Oh, that actually would be good. That's my. That's that's, that's an interesting one. I think I think the I mean, Maybe, maybe this isn't as good an idea, but I do like the idea of like giving the ring, giving rangers a like a, a chest piece shrouded by darkness. Yeah. Make it real, James White. <laughs> yeah, at James I, White, at I, that I, I do think that um, yeah, you're right, and I th- I think they might be able to make like a quiver sort of chest piece that allows you. I think the real thing is um. I think the best thing they ever did for Ranger was the reload mechanic, and I think Ranger sucks because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of reload in the game because yes. even if. Um, the thing that sucks about yeah. Arsenal is that it's at the end of your turn. Um, now, the thing in Commoner that's great about Overflex is that it says reload on it, which means that if you fired yep. an arrow and you didn't have enough pitch in your hand to put another one back there, you can reload. Mm-hmm. 
with an extra plus four. We need more cards that do overflux things. Um, yeah. Maybe in the way that Guardian does too, where um, Guardian there's has a... Terra Sunder, which just stacks another on hit. Right. Yeah. There's. I mean, Take Aim does essentially the same thing, just not as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it, it, the Ranger cards just. It, there's just not enough support for Azealia. Well, that, specifically. I, but the thing is, I actually I disagree because um. When it comes to the number of times classes have been printed, they really have tried to keep printing Ranger. It's just that the cards are pushed. They're just not pushed enough. Like, it's gotten the support. It's just that the cards, yeah, they're, they're scared of breaking it, so they haven't really pushed them hard enough yet. Um, yeah, because if you, if you push Ranger too hard, because Lexi's already good. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Lexi's yeah. already good. I, I mean, yeah. personally, I think the thing that will like push Ranger into like Lexi being a top tier deck and Azalea being viable is uh, just more reload keywords. Because uh, I mean, one yeah. that makes yeah. that makes Lightning Lexi better because you know, of being able to fire multiple arrows in a turn is kind of like I don't yeah. know her deal maybe or something like that. Uh, I mean, I've seen um, like but... I've seen I've seen builds for the Pro Tour float around device of. Of lightning Luxley, no fuse. Interesting. Mm. Of just like pure aggro that. lightning Luxley. That seems like a thing that someone could get away with, and I could see working. And I'm yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's make I think sure it's, I it's one of those one of those dark horse rights. If they if they if they match into the right deck and they get the right lineup, then you know. Oh yeah, they have a they have a good I'm shot. Bringing change going wide for is the, the thing. Calling. I don't know if that would out aggro chain. I could it no, be could probably it, not. Could it beat chain in a race? Is the question. The, the problem is yeah. The thing about chain is you have to. Can you kill him in five turns? Uh, well, the answer is. I mean, the thing with chain is I don't even think it's that. I think the way to beat chain is you you block him in some way because the the thing that makes chain good in my experience is if the de- if it does devolve into a race where you're playing aggro, chain wins. Mm-hmm. He's the fastest aggro deck right now. Yeah, he is. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Because yeah. with uh, um, I, there's, um, I don't have what? a sideboard guide for Chain. Mm-hmm. I uh, I have a list of which song from the Metal Gear Rising Revengeance soundtrack I put on for each matchup. That's what I have. That's good. Yeah, so that's the those are the important those are the important aspects. It's Red Sun for Old Him, and uh, it's the Jetstream Sam fight song for the Mirror Match. They're very good. <laughs> that's the... very good. That's it. That it. You're that just, the whole list. That's the best way I can. De- that's what the best way I can describe chain. Actually, it's just uh, you are riding. You are just swinging your sword as fast as you possibly can, and it, it just works. You're always pressing forward. You're always not blocking yeah. over. You're you're full tilt back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, Azalea is my classic constructed deck, which classic constructed is my preferred format, um, but. Soon after making Azelia, I found Dorinthia, which is my real favorite, which has turned into my real favorite, which is Warriors. And Dorinthia is, like I said, is what I took to the calling. Um, I really like Warriors. I don't know what it is. They put. I feel like they're in a good place, but they're not super meta. But like they can still do things. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I, aside from Boltwin, I'm sorry, Boltwin. I, I don't know what to do with you. I have Boltwin. Like, oh, and that's another thing I could mention. I have every every classic constructed built. If there is an adult hero, I have it built. Is it optimized? No, because I'm not spending <laughs> that much on yeah, every yeah. single deck. But I do with this thing where I focus on four decks, right? So I have like a main, 
and then a backup for each format, right? Mm -hmm. So my focus right now is Dorinthia with Azelia being the backup, and in Blitz, which I didn't like playing Blitz, but that's what I have to play for the Armory events because we just don't have enough people to, to sort of get constructed going. So um, I have... Um, I had Kasai, and I, I like Kasai a lot. Of course, Warriors, right? Um, right, yeah. And then I built Valda out of Everfest. And Valda I quite enjoy as well now. Now, I'm not a huge Guardian fan in general, um, just because I, it's to me, it's like I've got the pseudo-hipster thing. If, like, if everyone's doing it, I don't want to do it kind of thing. So, like, so Valda... Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, but like Azalea, I came into that knowing, not knowing if she was popular or not. Dorinthia, Dorinthia, I I knew a little bit, um, but Valda was a hundred percent. I already, I'm in the meta. I know what, you know, I know what's, what's going on. Like, I'm not really super good about knowing meta and deck lists and that kind of stuff. Like, again, I think you guys are going to be much better at that than me. (laughs) Um, but uh, I do enjoy playing Valda regardless. I do enjoy making those seismic surge tokens and making people draw cards. And that's one of my brother's favorite strategies in Commander is playing the, the group hug deck, right? Yeah. Which I call the yeah. lie. I call I call it the lie deck because he, he still wins. Um, <laughs> yeah. He wins because he's like, he's profiting more than you are. And you just don't realize it. It's the, that it's kind the of politics stuff. decks. Yeah. They're my favorite. Um, one of his favorite line, he said his one of his favorite quotes in 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 league ever was something I said to him. You know, you're doing this politics things. He's like, you know, we're not you're not gonna attack me, right? Like we're gonna we're gonna work together. I was like, I promise to betray you last. And he was I like, <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I um, I uh, what was I gonna say? I um, oh man, I didn't even I didn't even play politics decks specifically, but um. Mm-hmm. The reason I like interaction is because I like table politics and I like being the person sure. with the counter spells and with the removal in hand. But, you know, having to, having to be able to talk with people about it, negotiate about it. They're going to be like, they, yeah. they're going to play that. Are you going to are you going to path to exile that? And I'm like, what what can you do for me? You come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding and you ask me to pass the exile. That. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, yes. Of course, yeah. It's that it's it's so fun to do. It's uh it's one of my favorite yeah. things, truly. And I, I there's it, some decks in UPF that kind of do that. There's the Cavity and there's the Genus deck, but are they developed yeah. enough? Do they have enough tech? Maybe. Oh I don't know. man, I've seen some I, lists. I will say I do have a least favorite class, and that is the Merchant. I have no idea what they're doing with Merchants. I, I understand their UPF against, cards. Have you played against also Genus Penis OTK? It's a real deck. It can kill you in one turn. It can do twenty damage. I've seen a guy play it. Jeez, no, I have not. Heard yeah, this. Genus OTK. I don't. I, I don't have the list on me, and I'm not gonna. I don't know if it's a <laughs> secret thing, but uh, I, I'll just. It's I'll a just say it's, it's real. I'll look it up. It's real. I'll look it up. Okay. The, That's um, insane. I'm just waiting for them to make like an alchemist class. Like I just want them to like. I want I a want weapon I where I can load it with items. Mm. Like a ranger, but I'm loading it with items, and I w- throw the items at the other person. You have to do cannon. If the alchemist has a very specific vibe that I have in mind, I would literally drop everything I have to play alchemist. Yeah, uh, just I'm depends if they release the right one with the right energy. Yeah, it does. Depend. So, so um, 
what do you guys feel about the new classes coming up? Obviously, Icelander, we already know her. We already have her mm-hmm. uh, from Everfest. But uh, Draconic Ninja or... Phoenix Ninja we, or something? Phoenix? Uh, it's, yeah, it's Draconic Ninja and, um, I believe, Draconic Illusionist. Right. I, I think they confirmed it was Draconic, but I'm yeah, not sure. So. It's Draconic. I, so. I really want to yeah. play the Illusionist. I just am waiting for uh, Phantasmal Footsteps to not cost a million dollars, and then I'll buy one. But I think in... that's the one that I do have that I'm like, okay, I got one, we're good. Because like, I, I pulled one early on. Oh, yeah. No, if you hang on to that card. Well, actually... I don't know if Phantasmal Footsteps is going to go down after it's speculative, or if it's going to turn out that, like, Jermai is the best deck in the format, and they're going to be like, ah, well, might as well keep it at 170 to $200. Hopefully we don't mm -hmm. have a Starvo 2.0 happening. I don't think we will. I I I doubt it. Don't think so. I don't think... No, uh, I I don't... I'm excited to see what the Ninja does, honestly. Yeah. That's who I'm most excited for. The Ninja, I think, is going to be really good. Um, I also like that it's juxtaposed with an Illusionist, kind of showing that the talent can't be one thing ever. That was one thing that always got me about the Shadow Talent, was um, Blood Mm -hmm. Debt uh, kills you. So the decks have to be aggro in some way. Yes. Because they're built around a mechanic that uh, you have to outrun to some extent. Uh, the description right. Ice of Stromai is a, is that they're a combo illusionist. Yeah, I so think like I saw obviously, that. it seems like Draconic is doing something that is enabling combos. I right, whether it's I think like that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, especially with a uh, ninja being another class that's in there. Um, yeah, like perhaps like you're building up like, you know. I wonder if there's a deck manipulation aspect to it or a way you Hopefully. can arrange lines uh, or play off the top. Which yeah, would also make sense like... uh, being in Volcor. Uh, I mean, flavorfully, mm-hmm. we've had two other characters with the Volcor border. Um, it's uh, Kano. Kasai and, Drug- yes, Kano. Uh, yeah. Kano plays off the top. Um, yes, he does. So Kano's not necessarily draconic, but... You know, if they ever were to reprint um, Kano as a draconic wizard, I mean, that's his identity, man. He's he's he plays yeah. off the top. That's his. That's like his thing, dude. So I, I wonder we'll if get, like, we'll definitely get a draconic Kano. I think. Yeah, I mean, a draconic Kano too, especially if you wanted to make it about deck manipulation. And imagine if, imagine if a a, a ninja didn't necessarily tutor, but mm-hmm. they like you know they stack their deck. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't yep. know that's what it'll do, and it's all based off of, like, red pitch cards, which, I mean, I guess now that I'm laying it out in my head, basing it off of red pitch kind of makes sense, because having to have most of your deck not pay for a lot of resources kind of incentivizes you to stack it just right, but mm-hmm. could be wrong. Could yeah. be incredibly I, wrong. I have a feeling the, the, the ashes that they keep mentioning are going to be, like, a banked resource. Mm. It's like you're going to, like, get, like you know, get ash ash tokens or whatever and cash them in at some um, point. Like like copper is my guess. Yeah. Something okay. like that. Yeah. Um I'm I'm excited for Uprising quite a bit. My my buddy who uh, runs the game store, he'll always ask me, hey, hey how much do you want? Because I'm their biggest buyer. Mm-hmm. Um and uh he's like, How much do you want from Uprising? And I was like, two cases? Is that possible? Because he doesn't get a ton of allocation sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I was he's like He's like, wow, you really want this set? And I was like, I'm hyped. I'm really hyped. I like dragons. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to try and pull a Marvel. Well, maybe. Maybe. 
pay for the whole case. Uh, I do have I do have one fabled card, and it, and I did pull it from Everfest. I got the. Uh, I've uh, never I pulled a fabled. Never done. Well, uh, I it took me a whole year of playing to pull a fable. So, <laughs> I mean, I have I mean, I've only pulled. I've only opened. I... I've only actually opened one, two boxes. I'm coming up a oh, year wow. on having yeah. bought the Blitz stacks, so we're getting there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not like I'm specifically searching for the Fables anyways. That's not something I really like about this game, is the Fables are good, and yeah, you well, want them for, That's actually something like, I like about the game and don't like about Library in particular, is that it mm-hmm. feels like you could go without the eggs. However, however, comma, yeah. Library... No, that's essential prism tech. The deck operates entirely differently without library. And I love yeah. the same thing with Luminaris. Luminaris does the same thing. It's like Well, it Luminaris is majestic a... too. I mean that's that's a little yeah. bit of a different story. Like I think I have a, a No, it's easier to get to. It. You're you're right. Yeah. You're totally right. It's I just way mean, like, leagues easier to get to than a fabled, but Yeah, and I that problem does exist with legendaries where um I wanted to build yeah. brute for a while. I didn't feel like Brute was really buildable without scab skin leathers. And as a counterpoint, not. we're talking about Kano. Um, yeah. I've I, every Kano deck tech you'll watch will be like, "Yeah, these are the Storm Striders. This is like a ninety dollar card. This thing's like essential, man." Um, yeah, they're yeah, like, don't, I, "Don't play it." Like that's what it, that's what it feels like with. Um, yeah. That's why it's a problem with like you know I've had this discussion on other on other servers with like other people in the community. Mm-hmm. It's like gatekeeping the like class defining. Equipment. That's why, I, that's why I switched off of um, Guardian because uh, Guardian yeah. Guardian was getting incredibly expensive to play. Um, exactly. I mean, like I said, I like Bravo a lot. I like his uh, I like his energy. I like his vibes. Yeah. I like the fact that he's a big circus boy. But um, Star of the Show is one of my favorite arts in the game. Yeah, he got kind of obsoleted for Old Him. Who honestly, I like the art on Old Him more. I was really getting ready to play Old Him. I had my like first edition crown all I mean, up and ready to go. I was totally geared to play Old Him. I yeah. mean, one hundred percent beard 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 bro. But like, I uh, I don't know what it was that I was just like entails. I'm just not interested in any of those three heroes. I don't. I have a disease I lo- called. I own four copies of Awake of Awakening. Not because I asked for this. I just kept pulling them, and I never could fair. stop. Fair. And every yeah, time I see them, so, I get kind of sad because I'm like, oh, this card would be so cool. I gotta. Um, so obviously, I have Starvo built right because I have built every classic constructed. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. every adult hero. I had, I had to go in and take the Awakening out of him and figure out what I'm gonna do. But like he's not one of the ones I optimized. So no, yeah. Well, because it's like it's so like important equipment. They also just need to like make like the difference between like Vexing Quill Hand and Grasp the Arc Knight. That is a really nice compromise. Look how look how useless they are. But they look <laughs> good. They're pretty. They are. They pretty. look very pretty. <laughs> um, no, but you're right. And uh, do you know what I think Guardian needs? Rampart of the Ram's Head is an $150 card that is yep. essential Same to play the class. Stalagmite is a $90 card. We yep. need a shield with two block and temper and no effects. Yeah. At majestic rarity. Now, yep. we, could yeah, this we be need $20? More... Probably. Fine. So is Gambler's Gloves. Make it so. I or like Bunchy Skeleton, right? Bunchy Skeleton so. is like a thirty dollar card. That's reasonable. Not anymore. 
<laughs> not anymore. But it was, yeah. right? Like that's like yeah, it was, that's a no. reasonable price point um, to say like, hey, this is a really important card. It's like thirty bucks. I've I've felt okay. like a genius about Bloodskeath uh Skeleta since day one. Uh when the card dropped from thirty to twenty dollars, I sold mine. And I was like, this card isn't gonna well I, I sold it right before it went back up because Viscera got super good. But right. mm. I sold it and then after a while I was like, Oh, I wanna play Runeblade now. I'm kinda sad. I don't have that skeleton anymore. And then I was looking at the meta and I was like, This card's gonna get banned. And then even better <laughs> yet, I was trying to like say like what am I gonna play for like big events all summer? And I saw yeah. uh no right now. Uh, I saw Skeleta and Awakening doing a lot of work. Um, yeah. And I was like, these are the two cards. These ones are going to get banned, and Chained is going to be the best deck in the format. And I was right about Skeleta. I was right. Yeah. I was so right. Now I'm on yeah. Chain. Everyone's like, Chain's the best. It's going to be hella overrepresented, but that's fine. But uh, Yeah. yeah. I, or like Carrion Husk for Chain. Carrion Husk, I have that too. Um, yeah. Big one. That's also like a $150 card. Carrion Husk isn't bad right now. I think Carrion Husk was like ninety limited. Is it cheap now? Uh, I got it for like. I 90. refuse to believe that. That was about that was about um all I had to pay for mine. My uh the 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 expensive part was the grasp, but um no I think you're right because um especially in aggro decks like chain like even in CC that one wants to go to like turn five. Oh yeah, it's like uh, look, sitting around one hundred and ten on a TCG player. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you you don't need the you don't need the the gloves. You can just have this like little tiny glove that breaks. That's fine. Yeah, and like room, you know, it like, there's, it's like it just one. needs to be like five to ten percent worse. I actually think, you need to um, get like I actually less think value uh, what I like about the design of it in particular is that mm-hmm. um, grasp right grasp is yeah. two for one. You can reuse mm-hmm. it even though it's once per turn, but it costs an extra for every rune chant you have. Yeah. Yeah. Vex and Quillhand, mm-hmm. one for two. It breaks, but you just get one for two right there. And say, even if you're playing mm-hmm. a budget Viscerai deck where it's like aggro, you break that on like a Mordred Tide turn, it's like, okay, I pay one, make three, I read the runes, I make four, I, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it builds up over time. Yeah. No, I think, I think Vex and Quillhand is like a really good example of like, mm. here's a good majestic equipment that. It's re- you know fairly reasonably priced. Yeah, no, I agree. Right, the cold foils, uh, cold foil of ice and cold hand at Viscerai's peak was thirty bucks. Yeah, mm, right. That's, that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, no, it is. I I feel so. like warriors aren't too bad. Um, I I, I don't like. Um, well, you got stuff like, like Valiant the... Dynamo, right? I wish there were. Yeah, I actually. Okay, wish so there here's were more... I have a funny story about Valiant Di- Dynamo. Okay. I didn't know this card existed. I think you guys saw this on the Discord where people oh, mentioned yes. it's like, yeah, like, hey, you should run Valiant Dynamo. I was like, what? What's that? What? What? This is the problem I have. I try to make it su- surprising where I don't know the cards are coming out in a set, and then I just yeah. miss one that's like <laughs> integral to everything. I run two yeah. warriors. They're my favorite class. I didn't know Valiant Dynamo existed till Friday. Like I'm. Just- <laughs> So that's crazy. Have, one of my problems with the Dynamo is now, I feel like but... it's uh it feels too integral to the class at this point. I'm gonna pick mine up in a few. It's days. not. Yeah. I can 100 percent tell you it's not because it, I ran it. 
Like, or I've done I, I've done work without it. I'm just like I'm thinking about it. But um, I guess that was a point I was gonna lead into. This is something I like about legendary design. I actually, like warrior. Um, because you're right, mm-hmm. valiant dynamo. You don't need to use it. And I actually played one. It's super it. good. You want it. You 100 percent want it. Yeah, I'm, but I'm, it doesn't yeah, turn. I guess on I'm talking deck. about top level at that one. Um, I guess like it's Grasp like, of the Arc Knight and Viscera is more one that turns on the deck. But um, well, it's one of those things mm-hmm. where it's it just needs to be like like the, like the thing that makes Vex and Cool Hands and Grasp of the Arc Knight is that you have less long term value, but it's not mm-hmm. necessarily a worse card. And that is super okay with me. Is that like if Valiant Dynamo is a legendary, but you have a card that maybe does something kind of similar, but you only have it for like but you have a shorter window to use it. Well, again, that's that's what I Great. like about um, Refraction Bolters. Is it still blocks for one, yeah. like Valiant Dynamo. Yep. It's just that its effect is worse. But there's a trade off mm-hmm. of it allows you to push in more aggro and further. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, exactly. it it gives the sword go again if you break it, and it has battle warrants. So you mm-hmm. can do that after you've defended with it. Um, yeah, but a, you know, I mean, obviously, that's a common, right? Uh, it's, it's a common, yeah, yeah, it's a common. Um, which yeah. is great. I, I mean, I even want more commons like that that just work at a uh, top. I level. agree. I'm even um, thinking because I, um, I would still need to buy the skull cap for my deck, but I'm even thinking of just going without the skull cap and chain. Just saying that the uh, the the husk is enough extra health and uh, health, and then just even using like um, uh, one of the crown of dichotomies or something like that. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I haven't. I'm not sure if anyone actually uses Crown Dichotomy. Like, no, no one uses the effect of Crown Dichotomy, or not even chain, Crown. Right? I mean, um, what's the other one? What's the one with Chain? The uh, Ebonfold, the one that. Uh, oh, Ebonfold's actually okay. Because Ebonfold, yeah. um, what it does, I don't even think it's good for Arcane Barrier. Um, be just because it breaks when you Arcane Barrier with it, and the point of Arcane Barrier is that you have it physically there. Um, yeah, but um, I like Ebonfold just because um. I mean, the thing that's so good about Art of War is that it says banish a card. That's why it's, like, the yep. chain card. Um, yep. Having just an equipment piece that's, like, if you are stuck in a situation where you just need to eke out, like, just a little more gas, uh, just banish a card, draw a card. You can banish a card that gives you more of a play because you have, a, basically, more cards in hand from banished. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just draw a card to maybe fish for some pitch. Um, mm-hmm. Works in a lot Speaking of about- ways. Art of War. So my my history uh, case. I got another Art of War and another um, Enlightened Strike, and I was Oof, like, "Cool." Good. I now have a playset of both that I do not play. <laughs> like I just like because I don't those play are... them in. You don't want them in Warrior decks, right? No. You don't want those in yeah. the Zelia. Actually, and you don't. Do you know what uh, Enlightened Strike goes really well in? Is Valda. Yes, hmm. I know that, and I've I've seen that against people. Take your enlightened strikes, two of them. What's the card? Snapdragon scalers. Mm-hmm. Five draw a card. Okay, I give it go again. Okay, I hit you for real this time. Yeah, and then true. you have a size. That's fair. Yeah. It's very good. Um, either that or you know just haha <laughs> seven go again. You know, I might have to do that. I'm playing Valda this week, so <laughs> I might have to do that. Because well, I've I mean, had a, a playset of them just sitting in my binder. Because I'm like, I don't yeah, know. If you want, if you them. ever want to run the E Strike, even beyond that, it is a card that feels good to play. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I've I've played it before, but I didn't. I, but I played it in Azalea when I first built her, and I was like, yeah, but I want to load arrows. I don't want to do this. Like exactly. this is. 
gonna change this my lights is... here. I played the oh, class because I wanted to do the gimmick. Yeah, and that that's my problem is I don't want to play meta cards a lot of time if they're off class. Exactly. Like, like I, I'm just like, mm, that's why I've always hated. What I could be conquer. doing is thing this little hero ability cares about instead. <laughs> Even if it's worse, I want to do this. Like that's that's <laughs> yeah. sort of my fallback is like, I get why meta and like doing stuff like that and learning from people is good and 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 doing. I actually had to talk about this with uh, on some people on another Discord was like. I don't look up deck lists. I just mm. build it and I go, for, I build it from scratch. I look at the cards. I look at the hero ability. I just do it myself. And that's, that's how I normally build anything. Mm. That's, how, that's how I build D and D characters. I don't look, I don't look at, you know, what other people have done. And then I like, I look at other people have done later, but I want to do what I wanted, what I want to do first. And then, yeah, you know, that's build how I like from, to build. build I started there. with but, uh, building with whatever I had. And uh, whatever I'd pulled, yep. that ordering anything. that is a good way to start. Yes, uh, and that <laughs> taught me a lot about what commons are good in the game. Yes. Yeah, that's definitely how I started yeah. with Katsu, and then I realized I, yeah. after that I was like, there were even like, wow. there were even some commons where like way before anyone knew they were anything. Um, I I was like, man, this card's insanely good. It's wild that no one plays this. Then uh, yeah. that was just me like playing sealed, getting into the game for the first time. A couple months later, mm-hmm. Plunder Run is banned, baby, because I knew the whole time. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Plunder Run's yeah, I was hard. I was confused by that by, by that banning when it happened. I was like, what? Plunder Run? No, it got banned, and I was like, I knew that card was gas. I knew it was just straight gas since I saw yeah. it. I I remember reading it and just being like, oh, that's Draw, good. Drawing a card is insanely good in yeah, this game. Do you know what I'm actually like going to the... start putting uh, Plunder Run into? Uh, is my Valda deck. My Valda deck is going to get Plunder Run. Because <laughs> it's... A... I mean, I could see it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a free card draw. It's a quirky it's free one. It's a, yeah, it's free card draw, exactly. Yeah. It's a little bit off meta, but the thing I found when I was trying to build Valda was like... I was counting a lot of times uh, how often my deck triggered card draw, thereby, hey, on average, how many seismic surge tokens do I get per turn? Uh, and I was like, you know, plunder runs a really sneaky way to increase that number because a lot you know of times um, people aren't. You know what I've ironically seen for Valda as a tech is um, cashins. I've thought just about hard, it. Hard casting cashin, just pay the two. Deck don't passion for copper, just paying the two and drawing two. Well, because what that is is pay four, uh, create, um, create two. Yeah, he's talking two cards, two not not two pitch, two cards or two cards. Oh wait, really? There's because yeah. it costs four. R- regardless of how you pay it, there has to be two cards. Well, it's two cards yeah. either way. But yeah, no, like you, you yeah. throw the two cards out. Um, yeah, and involve it because you're not running two neck. Yeah. So it's um. I mean, either way, like, uh, no, you're right. Just, you're just paying for, for, um, getting two you know what? I might, I might do that. Cause there's a lot of things that I have in my Valda deck that I'm not really enjoying. Like, um, I have heave in there cause I was like, oh, that's just a cheap way to, to enable. But then I have a heave card in my arsenal that I don't want to play because yeah. you want to play crush cards. Now my like, biggest, mm-hmm. my biggest counter to cash in when I'm thinking about it actually, is it blocks for two. Um, and it does sure. block for a two. card I run two copies of is, um, is seismic stir. So it's like, 
That card, theoretically, uh, Cashin could give you back a play after you paid for it. But let's say, Dude, like... I, re- I ran all six Seismic Surges in mine, and I'm like, yeah. I can't do this. Well, the I, blue, I, the blue I ones run... are fine for a pitch, but the yellow ones, get them I, out. I just run like... the... Well, actually, funnily, I just run the red ones uh, and no yeah. other ones. Because, um, I mean, what it is, is, like, one, Cashin, it's cool and all, but it's a card you have to, one, keep your hand to play, and two, it's two seismic surges of value for two cards from hand um whereas like if you just run two copies of seismic stir even though it's in red it's just uh pay two i get an activation um my yep. ability is turned on even if it's like it doesn't feel good because you're not doing it by drawing cards or the ability or earth lord bounty but it activates the ability yeah no it does and that card specifically is what helped me get that 22 hit turn like exactly. like just that got me some extra three. seismic surge because like it's two. plus yeah it's plus one it's it's plus one on the turn before seismic you do a good surge. setup turn and then you pulverize it's an essential resource for the deck uh, there's no reason you shouldn't want to be making seismic well actually maybe it's neither here nor there right the more seismic uh, surge tokens the better that's yeah, the obviously. only yes. rule of all the all all the seismic surge tokens cover me in seismic surge tokens exactly <laughs> and don't use dice on them just lay them out on the table each individual tokens that's why awakening was so good was because it made a lot of seismic surges and not because of the mm-hmm. tutor part on the bottom <laughs> no, right. no 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 that's not that's not it at all no. that's actually no, my hot that, that's my hottest tutoring. take about awakening is that they they could it's the one they could have eroded if they wanted to it's the tutor on the bottom. They just take the tutor off, and it's a fun card. They could yeah. have, because then it's just like you're playing the card once. Well, because we have, not, you have to have the stuff in hand, and they still, I don't, I still don't think it's good it. game design. But yeah, well, what's not fun about the tutor was you always knew what you were targeting. Yeah, it's yeah, you're oh, gonna yeah. go. You're gonna go get a. Um... Yeah, oh, you're gonna. You're you're, you're you're going to you're going to grab go grab the the big attack called Thwack that does twenty damage for fifteen pitch and says, if Thwack yep. hits your opponent, your opponent loses the game. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you want to do like twenty percent of the opponent's life this this one turn? I'm telling you, I the thing I love about Pulverize though is that um you know it felt like the as the Guardian attacks got bigger um they they got more words you know like we went from uh debilitate to a righteous cleansing or crippling crush or spinal crush and i like how when we got even yeah. bigger we went back to one word it's just pulverize yeah so now i think, I the think wor- now i think the words need to get smaller and dumber so we're, we're back to pulverize now we need thwack that does 20 damage <laughs> yeah yeah i mean crippling crush is definitely is one of my favorite crush arts oh crippling crush is oh great. yeah it's um it's literally a command i grab. like choke slam choke slam's a good one too Chokeslam's pretty good. Chokeslam's underrated. I think it's going to be very good in Commoner um, because Warrior is yeah. very popular and it basically says, hey, Warrior, if I do four or more damage this turn, you can't do your entire strategy. Yep. Which is That's why you just go play yeah. Dash. Hit them with a Talos Shard. They don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the old him player started playing more aggressive recently. <laughs> and I was just like, oh no. Oh the no. The old him is going I... on attack. Kasai, Kasai can't handle this. Um, no, you can't handle a fuse oak and old. No, um, you cannot. The one thing that's kept me alive against old him is that I run way too many steel blade shunts. Fair. I run four. I think that I card, run the reds and the blues. I think that card is actually straight gas entirely. It's so good. It's just 
one for six. Yeah, I'll take it. It's a great pitch card. Even the too. one for four yeah. can work. Well, I, I run um, three. I run a blue one and uh, two red ones. Um, mainly mm. just because uh, Guardian is real, and they're like, and it's like a sigh. I'll just I'll I'll you know I'll, I'll give her a little haircut. I'll take a little off the top, and then they can't get over the top because you have a red one. They weren't ready. They didn't think you could block sex. I can't. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this thing with that winter as well. Oh, the Winter's Whale. They're never ready for it. They're always like, I'm going to Winter's Whale for four. I'm going to like, you're going to take one damage, actually. I'm not going to make a frost fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, actually, the, the guy who was playing Old Him last week, he actually switched up to Briar. And that was that was that fun. Is, that's a shocker. That's uh, a real reversal uh, of reversal uh, attitudes there. Nice yeah, man. no, he, he he that was a fun match. It was uh for three turns we were at one life each. Like I um I was like I yeah, had a game of Kasai one time where I uh I whittled down my little my little opponent of Viserai to one life. And uh mm-hmm. very nice. We played the having to block lethal game until the bottom of our decks and I just decked them out. Yeah, that that's a, that is a that's quite the game. Oh, like, well, it's, it's against Viscerite though, right? You get you get the split damage, which can be n- nasty. Uh, it it was nasty until they didn't have anything to push any damage to me. And I could Fair. always mm. just, you know, if they wanted to push any arcane damage, I would just barrier it. You sound right, like a yeah. much ba- better player than I am, because I feel like I would have just lost that match. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I mean, I still make stupid mistakes. I uh, a lot of just um obsessively consuming fab content and also just getting your ass kicked uh Mm -hmm. if you the Mm -hmm. harder you lose um the more mistakes you made which means if you're actually like paying attention to stuff um i actually learned by uh sometimes if i know something doesn't work like i mean i that's how i messed with towering titan early on was because i was like i know this card is silly but i just want to see if i can get it off one time uh if you Mm -hmm. have that philosophy about like say like every card in the class you play it might be like an obsessive level level of dedication, but like you know everything your class can do, and it means like yeah, okay, you know if you do this, you're you're gonna get your your shit wrecked next turn, and if you do this, then oh, they don't have a response all of a sudden. That's interesting, and then you kind of slowly figure out what works over time. Yeah, yep. Eventually, you yeah. gotta learn, right? Yeah, that that was the problem. I don't get a lot of games in. As yeah, far no, as like, it, well, it's hard. It's um, I mean, the other thing too is uh, you can that that's also the thing is like some people can get a lot of games in. They could just like overplay way too much to the point where they're not thinking about their games. I mean, mm-hmm. the point is like, for a while I was just obsessed with the games, and I would only get a few games in a week. But it was just like I would obsess- I would obsessively think about those games and like how I played them, mm-hmm. uh, and like my own habits, and just like, oh, what can I do this time? And uh, the thing I love about Flesh and Blood is that it's a card game, and I get to think about it on an interaction by interaction basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a fighting game, thinking about like, what do I, what do I do if I throw out this special against this character's two P? It's like that's like one piece of a very small, small puzzle. When I think about those those sorts of things in Flesh and Blood, it's like, okay, I literally know the card to play to <laughs> get out of like yeah. a specific like chess puzzle of a board state. Yep. Yeah. So I feel about um, Keyforge too. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I have two Keyforge decks and one of them has four horsemen. That's that's, oh, that's all I know. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> I have Man, a couple casual Keyforge yeah. decks. I haven't messed with them. Just just a couple of the sealed ones that are very silly and funny. 
Yeah, I definitely. I mean, I have a I have a small collection compared to most. I've, I've got thirty decks, hmm. Hmm. so it's a pretty small collection compared to a lot of people in the community. But nice. I mean, that's the way um, KeyForge works. They want you to buy decks, period. Because that. Well, I enjoy. And it. yet, I, that's what what I yet my entire collection is way less than my, what I've spent on Fab. Oh yeah, yeah. no, sure, that makes yeah. sense. Well, that's what I enjoyed about KeyForge was um, it was just the sealed game. Mm-hmm. It was just mm-hmm. mint. Keyforge, I mean, this is, this is the Keyforge podcast. However, Keyforge is definitely the. Um, if if I had to like drop on every game and only pick one, Keyforge would be it. Um, I think okay. Keyforge is like is is the most mechanically sound game. Mm-hmm. Um, I have played, and it's also like definitely. I mean, Flesh and Blood is also quite. Flesh and Blood is different in the sense that it's like super tuned. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I got into Flesh and Blood for was that it was definitely yeah. up there and it felt super balanced. Like, yeah, like that's like that's also why I wanted to play Flesh and Blood was because like it felt like a much better tuned, had better interaction than like other other deck builders. Yeah, but Keyforge being the sealed, being like these like you know randomly algorithmically generated decks, it just like everything works so well mm-hmm. to make good games. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I mean, so. you know, you just uh. It's so weird for me. Game. Wait. So like, I never really delved too deep into it. So like, everything is like just sealed. Like that is how you play it. Well, so I mean, it's sealed in a sense because you can't modify any of the decks. Okay. So even if you were going to a constructed event, it would be like here is a unmodified, unmessed with deck that. I well, found. there are no. There is no. There is no. The, so there's the other competitive format is called called like a like a vault tour. Yeah. Um. Which you know happened, but they're not happening with COVID anymore. Hopefully, hopefully they get revived. Um, you would bring a deck you own, so you deck your deck would be registered to you as 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 the owner. Yes. And so you have to play with like every card that has like the specific name printed on it, and so it's a very specific deck. Like you know, I have mine that are more competitively more competitive than the other ones. Yeah. Um, and so you just bring your favorite deck, you know, whatever mm-hmm. whatever it's called, um, and that's the deck you play with. You can't add cards to it. You can't take cards out. You just play with that deck as it is. And that's why they all have okay. names. Yep. That's why I got I names. The... I got unique pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's sick. I yeah, yeah. The four the four horsemen was like a chase in the first set. I think I can't imagine it was. The chase like, decks. You just have these decks, and it's like, uh, what was the word I was looking for? Uh, yeah, I lost it. I had, I had something there. Um happens keyforge is cool yeah. oh yeah well it's <laughs> like it's... from a game design perspective I, I remember what i was gonna say like really if there's something wrong with balance you just gotta tweak a few levers <laughs> yeah you just you just you just you like there's cards where like they'll never show up together that's so weird mm-hmm. right and there has been broken stuff and there are like broken strategies well it but is they're it not is, a problem it is interesting how it's like oh like these cards like that is an interesting deck building restriction because it's like mm-hmm. flesh and blood obviously is a character based one, but in Keyforge yeah. it's yeah. just like these are the cards that will show up with each other, do things, and won't go infinite. So you can have yep. all the infinite combo pieces and like have play them normally, like with what you would for yep. like you know the cool effect on the card without it yeah. being like ridiculous. Broken. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah there's no always I mean talk to any keyforge player and they've always got like one or two cards for like man if, if just like if this was in the deck instead of like that couple cards this would be like absolutely broken <laughs> and there probably are those but you gotta, you gotta play with monsters. what you're given yeah 
Yeah. And like, you know, a broken card in another in another you know, like a really, really good card or key card in another deck in one deck might be completely useless in another. It's a good um right. jumping so. off point. What do you guys think about uh what do you guys think about limited? Oh, in limited flesh and blood? Yeah. Have you have you played I have not, I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet. It's tough. It's very tough. <laughs> I uh um, I've so... done a total of one draft. I didn't know what I was doing, time of my life. Yeah, no, that's that's what the calling what I went to was. Mm. It was the first calling post Tales of Aria. So like oh. Tales of Aria like oh, released the week before that I went. Like it was new. Like brand new. It might have even been like that weekend it was releasing. Like I it it was like very close. Um and right. was it so a we did it was not a pre release, it was an actual full calling event. Um that uh, I I think stuff was out. I think stuff was already out, and because they were selling boxes and stuff, like you you were just wow. like I picked up like three Tales of Aria boxes at the time I was there. Um, right. Um. So I had to play. Um. Uh. I got. It was really weird. They make you register your whole card pool, like <laughs> and by yeah. pitch. And then you are writing down, like, you're sitting at a table and your opponent is actually registering your stuff and double-checking you and that kind of thing. Yeah. And it uh, it come, it actually, some of that stuff actually comes up in the, in the uh, judge courses <coughs> that I was talking about, too. Like, I actually right. had to uh, look at that stuff. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, RFL, but we lost your camera. But you probably did that on purpose. Yeah, I think it was It'll be back in a second. Just, Sure. Um, the uh, it, it was interesting, but it was also fast. It was a lot faster than I'm used to building a deck. So actually, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but he's a content creator. Uh, is it Hometown TCG? Yeah. Um, he was the guy in front of me. That's how oh, I met nice. him. Yeah, and nice. he was like, hey, you know, who are you? I was, like, I was like, I registered as a content creator, but I don't have a flesh and blood thing yet. So, but this is, this is it now. This is it. This is it this now. Is what no I was blocks. Yeah, no blocks. Um, oh, yeah, baby. So, um, so I was talking to Hometown, and I actually got to know him a little bit. We follow each other on Twitter now. Um, and he helped me. He was like, you're not allowed to talk about your decks, though. So we were just talking about stuff outside of the game. Uh, and then afterwards, uh, I felt bad because I was like, I don't know what to build. I don't know what to do. I got, like, the only, I got one Majestic, and it was, like, the, the Frozen shot. Uh, from uh, the, some ice. Oh thing. right. They can't. They can't play zero cost cards. Is it Lexi. A frost lock? Frost lock. You're that right. That card. See, I have a foil of this, it. It's this is why I love you, man. Or oh, sorry. I, this is why I love you. Because like you. Can, <laughs> by the way, clarification. You can say man. I I believe if you're okay. like oh with some man or like dude, it's like gender neutral. Okay. I, I get you. I'm I get terrible you at that stuff. Don't I'm worry sorry. about it. I uh, expect people to be a little like weird or like not there yet. Like it's fine. Yeah. Good. This, is, this is why I love when people can can answer the questions that I have because I'm not very good at remembering all the cards. I, yes, Frostlock is what I got. I'll, I'll give it to you straight. I don't. I'm autistic as shit. This is my hyper fascination. I know all the uh, cards. I have like I have just like Fab DD like up here. <laughs> like yeah, that's handy in the brain yeah it will be it will be um 
So I, the fact that I, I had a frost lock. <laughs> so I was like, I gotta build Lexi, right? Like I got that's my majestic. I can build an uh, I can build a split Lexi. This is what I'm mm. gonna do, right? Like hybrid Lexi. Let's go. Yeah. And I got done, and he was he's a much better player <laughs> than me, hometown. And he was like, you just should have totally built by him. Did you look at all those blues you had? And I was like, damn it, no. you're right. You're right. You're 100% right. I got so, so focused, like like a like a racehorse with blinders on that on that. Here's, the, th- here's like, the thing, though. Frostlock is a good card. It yeah. is. Like, you I can never, never got to play it. You can never. That's the thing, though. <laughs> I remember the first yeah. uh, pre-release I ever went to for Magic uh, was the it was the Innistrad one last year. I got it to Fairy, mm. and I built blue white because I got it to Fairy. I never once played him or drew yeah. him. Yep. So that's the thing with like having a really good bomb and getting like locked in on it. I mean, you gotta draft your bombs though in, Mag- in Magic. Draft. You do. You gotta. You have, yeah. You got that frost lock. You gotta slap it down. That card is so mm-hmm. pretty in foil. It's oh my God. limited. I would love. As a side I would love to go to another calling. I almost wanted to go to New Jersey, um, like you get to go to uh, Airfell, like you talked about. Um, I, but it, nope. it landed on. So my kids were gone this past week. This past weekend for a camping trip, and mm-hmm. I thought it was on the New Jersey, and Aww. I was like, so I called up the ex-wife. I was like, hey, so when <laughs> is that camping trip again? And and then she was like, it's this and this date. And I looked at the calendar for the New Jersey, and I was like. Oh well, I guess I'm not going to New Jersey because I, I that that is one thing that it is my biggest pet peeve with with how they do things though in it's Flesh so, and Blood. Like late when they announce so things. so yeah. late notice on all these events, and it's going it's hurting my, my ability and other people's ability to go. Like I, I've listened to other Flesh and Blood podcasts, and like there are yeah, people who sure. can. They talked about it was hometown oh, and kitchen you know what, table had you know a discussion was, about. Do you know this. what was one I would have tried to fly to, but um, they just announced it like so late. So was, late. Um, the uh, the uprising pre release. That's in New Vegas. Jersey or sorry, Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah Las that, Vegas in July. Look, yeah. If I if I yeah. if I or come June, across June. within the next month an unexpected windfall of a lot of money and mm-hmm. can make it happen, I would love to. But yeah, that'd be amazing. It's oh, yeah. just so. But. I didn't have time to like say like okay, I save six hundred dollars and make this happen. I almost yeah. were. I almost that's what I had for Jersey. Actually. If it's a fact, well, yeah, well, and you're you're close-ish, right? You're you're in. I'm uh, I'm in Mass. So what I'm doing is um I'm taking a train up because uh if you okay. live in the U S. right now, fuck gas prices. Whatever uh, how you feel about how they got that way. They just suck to pay right now. So I'm taking a train yeah. and I'm, I'm going to be, I luckily have to be honest. Amtrak when sucks, I was in college, yeah. when I was in college, it went up to $5 a gallon and I was driving an hour and a half one way to college and back. That so like, sucks. this is like, this is bad. Don't get me wrong. I don't disagree for, you know, for, for something a gallon is bad, but like, it's been, and, and that's like, without inflation. This is a dollar that's... less than I was working at. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and that was a, that was a bad time though, too, though. It, oh, it, it was. It, it was can, terrible. Yeah. That was the housing market crash and everything. Yeah, it was like, uh, yeah. yeah. So I, either way, I'm taking a train up. I'm gonna find um, probably something to do when I get there. I'm gonna have to kill some time for a couple of hours. Um, I have a friend, luckily, who's gonna house me. Um, who lives in Jersey, mm-hmm. like pretty decently, not far from where the venue Pro Tour is gonna be. So mm-hmm. it won't be hard to get there. 
Um, I've got pretty much everything lined up, so it's going to be fun. Awesome. You'll have to tell us how it goes. And you're actually going to be missing next week because of that. And I hopefully am. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to have a little camera on me though. So I'm probably going to be mm-hmm. bringing it around. I don't know. I might do like some sort of very amateurish, maybe like, I, I'm not a great filmmaker. It'll be like jokingly amateurish, weird, very mm-hmm. candid look at my experience. Probably. <laughs> I'm just going to drag sure. a camera around with me and like capture weird little moments. I would like to say we originally planned on having four people on here. Uh, Big Boss, who does another <coughs> podcast, um, Big Boss Book Club. And uh, he couldn't make it today. He got sick. Um, but next week we'll have him and we'll we'll just, just for one week trade Air- Airfell and we'll get to know <laughs> Big him. Big Boss, yeah. And, uh, It'll be the Big Boss uh, interview episode. Yeah, we'll we'll You'll get we'll, to know we'll grill we'll grill him on on what he likes to do in Flesh and Blood, and then the next week we'll all talk about it. Of course, next week. Um, so we we something I don't think we mentioned too much. We are um we are part of the uh Flesh and Flesh and Blood uh Flesh and Common Blood uh Discord, and this this Discord has a commoner league that we're going to be playing in, and we're going to be ta- covering that uh every week uh, because it is going to be going on. We are all, like I said uh, earlier in the show, we are all three participating and actually yep. funny story. Uh, Murph and I are against each other week one. So we absolutely we get to have a, a discussion of how bad Murph beat me and it's going to be, <laughs> it might not, you never know. It might not happen that way. I it also may not. believe commoner is going to be a side event at pro tour. So keep in mind, I'll be paying very very close, close attention, attention yeah. to how that goes yeah i don't know if we're I like locked into be... the deck we play uh mm-hmm. for the entirety of this league but if we're not things might change not. based on how that goes you're not you're oh. not you're not locked yeah. in so we'll you're see not. we'll see what happens yeah. i am i mean i'll probably play dash because i like dash but yeah, I, I'm probably i am a Bravo person who like sticks Bravo. with sticks with one thing and keeps it for a long time mm. like even when i play call of duty i will play a gun till i gold it that is that is what I'm doing. I so respect that each... so much. I have to yeah, switch multiple times a life. I'm very sporadic with how I play every well, game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, to each their own. Uh, it's I like to I like to I like to do something called mastery of something. Like I, I like to master <laughs> what I'm doing and then move on. That. And that's that's not saying you're not good at what you're doing. Oh, I feel no, like yeah. you're better than me. <laughs> but but um that's just the way I operate. Like when I play Monster Hunter, which by the way, shout out to to, to my shirt today. Says oh, I hate true. Mondays below it. Um, That's great. But uh, the uh, you know the you know a lot of people are like oh I'm gonna play this weapon or I'm gonna play this weapon. I'm the kind of person who's like no this game I am playing greatsword, and that's it. Like you're not like I'll try the other weapons, but I'm trying the other weapons when I'm deciding on what I'm doing. So this yeah. commoner league, regardless of what happens, no matter how bad I built it, I am playing this this dash commoner deck that I built. This will be there. This will be the the future. Oh, also, yes, this I'm gonna, is... don't worry. I'll I'll make I'll make nice with all the dash players, and I will uh, next next time I'm back on the podcast, I'll spill all the dash tech for you guys. Perfect. That's what I want. I'll hear. tell you. I'll tell you all the best commoner cards for dash. Good. I mean, perfect. It's not many. Murph was helping with... me already. Yeah, the problem with dash commoner is that you have like absolutely no card pool to work with. Well, again, you blew mm-hmm. you blew our minds with Talishar, as we're saying. That's true. Yeah, that is true. I didn't know that yeah. was a real. Thing. I mean, it's. It, I get your logic. <laughs> it's sound. I'm still not running it. I just can't. 
I would. I mean, the pistol is consistent. You can bank it between turns. However, I don't know. I think the pistol is usually because, uh, like, sometimes you have leftover something for mm. um, from hyperdriver. Um, and so it's sort of like, well, you know, do I arsenal here pistol or do is, I uh, weird without chamber? As we said, though, it's it's yeah. it's very nice as like a oh, end of turn. I got four of those in the uh, in the box. I got four of those induction chambers. That's crazy. I have a couple oh, of induction chambers. Those are super rares, right? Yeah, they're super rares. Uh, they're majestics. Yeah. Well, they're majestics, probably in history pack. They were. Uh, they were history. Su- they're majestics. They were super rares. Yeah. They were super yeah. rares. Yeah. Super everything rare is a really weird. A super card rare. Type. Is upgrade yeah, they want to you on that one. Yeah, yeah. They were like, because I, I mean, at the end of the day, it really did come down to what difference did it have from uh, from a majestic? They they Nothing. they included they were in the same slot. They just had yeah. a different letter on them. In yep. fact, some right. super rares were better than some majestics. So then again, that yep. begs the question. Like Spark of Genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, and, and the last time they did Super Rares was Arcane Rising. They only did it twice. Yeah. They only did two yeah. sets. And then as soon as Crucible came out, they were all Majestics. Mm. Yeah, so, which I think is a better change. I think it's that's cleaner. something that we're going to see a lot in this game because it is so new. Like, this only came yeah. out in 2019. Mm. And end of 2019. We're talking November. So, yeah. um... I really, you know, I really I'm... want a world where it is consistent after this, and uh, there are no more super rares. And then when there are like children playing this game in twenty years, I could be like, back in my day, there were these cards. Oh man, I do that with oh, so many things. Rares. I do that with so many things already. Mm-hmm. The, like being a Monster Hunter fan since twenty fourteen, I'm like, hey, you remember when we had to drink potions and stand still? And people are like, that's a thing? I'm oh like, yeah, it was a thing. Like, I, um, <laughs> I, got on the, I got on the Minecraft train before a lot of the other kids on the playground. And uh, my, one yeah. I always, the, my one I always like to bring up was uh, I played Minecraft before they added an animation for drawing back your bow. You just you just right-clicked and it fired. Absolutely. Oh. That okay. was, uh, I, remember, I remember that. that was, the bows were in the game. They weren't there when that. the game first was an alpha, but I remember. Yeah. I, I distinctly remember playing the game at a time before bows were fully cooked. Yeah. Well, I, guys, uh, I have to step out for two seconds to take my dog sure. out. Yeah, go ahead. There's no, oh, I'll yeah, be back. Sure. There was no sprint button at the time. Yeah, I was going to say, Minecraft for me has always only ever been with my daughters, mm. and that was. Uh, and I'm I'm not a fan of the game, honestly. Hey, it's like, fair. That's fair. Uh, it's just like when I first came out, some <laughs> kid was showing me it. That was like uh, my ex-wife's friend's son or something. They're yeah, like, yeah. oh, like he likes video games. Let's show him this. I was like, this is just Legos. Just go play with Legos. Well, that's dude. the thing. It takes like, like it takes like supreme child brain. But yeah, I think what I liked I, about it since I I I'm young enough where I was like actually. 11 when it was first like picking up steam um Mm -hmm. i think what i liked about it as a kid and i mean this is i think speaks to a lot of current game design uh was that it was a game that uh at least the survival mode creative is one thing creative is just genuinely like this is legos why don't you go Mm -hmm. outside or play with legos kid like there were plenty of games that did that but um the survival mode of the game uh, not that it's hard whatsoever, but in like learning it and learning what resources converted into what, what crafted into what, uh, sure. it was one of the few games at the time that like really didn't hold like your hand. And, uh, I don't know. Resource yeah. gathering is fun. 
I enjoyed it. There's there's something there. It's just not my bread and butter. Oh honestly. yeah, I'm more certainly... I'm more action game oriented. Like I like... am at this point in my life. I think Minecraft. Like, yeah. It, I I can't get into survival games at this point in my life. It was a very uh, when I was younger and had that uh that sense of wonder for the sort of thing. Sort of thing. Sure. I'm, I'm a lot no, more. And my, and my daughters love it. The, you know, it's one of their favorite games. That and Animal Crossing, another game I can't get into. Animal Crossing, <laughs> I played religiously for like a month or two after it came out. Um, and and then died. Yeah, I just I just always feel like um, I just always feel like uh, whenever I play Animal Crossing at any point in my life, uh, like uh. It's because um, I'm in the movie Castaway, and because the game is Wilson. That's mm. that's just that's just how I feel about Animal Crossing. And I, and sure, I feel like whenever I'm uh, when I'm not security. yeah, I feel like whenever yeah. I'm not in that stage, I'm like I'm not on a deserted island. I don't need it anymore. Um, so I was never interested in that game, uh, but I was sort of dating a girl because it came out like right when COVID hit, right? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it was big. I, it was huge. Yeah, um, there's a yeah. It broke records. Oh no, that, definitely. It was it was a beautiful um, it was a beautiful time. I really I really bonded so with a lot of people. I got it because this girl I was talking to and trying to date wanted to play it together. Yeah. And I was like, cool. So we played it together and it was enjoyable that way. But that ended that ended very uh spectacularly. She uh oh, yeah. she blew up. She she <laughs> That she, happens. Uh, that happens, you know? So I don't play that, and I don't associate that game with her because the, the girls and I play it together sometimes. But like, that was the whole reason why I even got it to begin with back in the day. And I was just like, I was just like, this is weird. There are like, always those. What do I? There are always those games that sit in the back of your Steam library, and you're like, I used to play this. I used to play this with those friends. Mm-hmm. And then you, and then you kind of like scroll past it, and you're like, never again. <laughs> ne- that that lives that is a past time of my life never it again is, i'm trying to look that door it. is closed i i feel like i even like i don't even have them in my games folder they're like they're like tucked away in the back of the steve library <laughs> those types of games I mean, i've got a couple of games like that oh my you, god you, um so even... so back to uh back to flesh and blood so you're you're going, and it's a classic constructed for the main event, isn't it? Yeah, so it... Um, my deck isn't fully, like, together, like, a full list. So actually, um, my plan is that I'm going to play a pile of jank, and that's the point. And I'm going to hope that people don't know what to do against it, and because it's Shane. Um, I think Shane is actually weirdly conducive to just piles of jank. <laughs> His ability is very good, and on Runeblade cards, it's pretty all-purpose. It just gives things mm-hmm. go again. Um, I'm, oh yeah. I'm considering the idea because the thing with Chain is that you can get fatigued out by old him and Guardian, which is probably going to be somewhat represented because uh, people seem to think Prism is going to be worse. I don't know. Prism is still Starvo is still going to be there too. Starvo is like, still Starvo is still in play. Um, but yeah, like I have two things with Chain, and it's basically just like one that he out aggro's most decks, and if they try to race you, then you win. And mm-hmm. You know, that's what I want. It's just if I if it ever comes down to that, I just put out more damage. Um, sure. And the other thing with Shane is, uh, like I said, he's versatile. You can do a lot of things with him. Um, I just think that uh, Bravo and Olden fatigue him out. So um, mm-hmm. I might run a lower bl- uh, blood debt list. I'm kind of in between. Like, do I want to go like higher blood debt or like? 
lower blood that I'm I'm taking cards in and out. Right, and and <coughs> the thing is like Kasai for Blitz on the other hand, because uh, yeah. it's going to be a battle hardened. Kasai is ready. I'm very confident in Kasai. I don't think it's going to win. It's just in terms of how well Kasai can bail. Very oh, confident yeah. in that way. Very. That's a very comfy deck in general. That's like, what I like, I like about playing it. Kasai. I feel like um, that's why I've always loved it. It's always been my pet deck, just because um, I feel like the cards just feel like they fight other decks very naturally, no matter what deck is in front of it. I, I don't feel like it's like Chain right. where it's like, oh, it's Blitz, so I'm going to run one Runic Reclamation for the few times I come across the Prism. Um, and it's just like a 3 mm-hmm. for 7 like the rest of the time. Or like, admittedly, a lot of my Bravo decks or my Guardian decks in Blitz. Uh, I feel like Kasai, you're able to just... It, now, some people might say like, oh, it's boring. The deck does the same thing every time. I don't know. I think there's a sort of fun. In... I don't think it does. I don't yeah. think it does either. I think it does. Um, I think it looks the same. I think the way you play your hand and the way you kind of fake out different backs and like try to play into them is very different. Um, and I think my, yeah, cause... I think even like the lines I play are different every time. Like yeah, I don't. It's, I don't ever because like in Jorenthia, I feel a little samey. Yeah, because I am just giving go again and attempting to give dominate so I can get the the dawn blade to hit to well, get through. Kasai for me always felt like the epitome of yeah, approaching uh, the game like a fighting game, just because it's like mm-hmm. I feel like Kasai has a lot of obvious moves. Like you know what the tools I have are to mess with you. It's just mm-hmm. um, you know you don't know when they're gonna come out or from where, so I get to be very smart about how I place those and about when I hit mm-hmm. on the combat chain and about when I go through for big damage and when I think I can fake out the first swing or when I think I have to push it through a little more. Yeah, I think I need to do some edits to my Kasai. Like, I'm not, um, I'm not the a thing, fan. Um, I can't. Well, th- that's the thing I liked about it was, um, I felt that every change i made to the deck to make it more consistent made the deck better um yeah and a lot of the the skill ceiling from the deck was uh after i made it as consistent it, uh, you know obviously it's like riding a fine ratio line between like consistency and high and threshold for damage um but i always felt like you know getting that high threshold always came from uh me knowing where to place my my cards um and it, yeah. it, it feels like a deck that's very reliant on my own skill piloting it. Yeah, yeah. And and the one thing I thought was interesting is in Kasai is I don't like running Twinning Blade in that deck. Um, like I yeah, it's kind of just a mistake overall. I think like it it yeah. it's a trap. It looks like oh I can attack three times, but it's you know you gotta be able to give it go again twice. And I mentioned doing that with nourishing emptiness. You rarely have the gas to make that happen. You gotta have like two hit and runs, or like a blade runner and a hit and run, and a blue to pitch for it. And the deck's pretty lean on pitch as is. So, well, the, and the converse is, I love having twinning blade in Dorinthia. Like, um, Dorinthia loves twinning blade. Dorinthia's, for me. Dorinthia's built for it. Uh, it yeah. basically uh, allows you to get blocked out and still attack with the sword again, or even attack. Yep. With or axes. Time. Or axes. Uh, I've seen the axe build, and I am, <laughs> I am not, like so. Like a lot of people were suggesting uh, me using the hatchet and body of mind for Kasai, 
because some people have been running that. And I was like, I feel it's less consistent, right? Because mm-hmm. like you're only ever getting a three on the second attack, whereas the 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 sabers, which I love, they block. It's a three. Period. Mm-hmm. Like. But it's the, also the, the axes can give you if you give Gogan to one of the hatchets, it's technically more if you get three swings in. The hatchets are an entirely different kind of consistent with Dorinthia than they are with Kasai. And I don't think yeah. there's really a reason to play them in Kins- in Kasai, just because of the way Kasai works. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I think Axe <laughs> is pretty restrictive to Bolton or Dory. Um, yeah, I think, I think they're fine they're with prone. Bolton. I think uh, the tier list of uh, warriors with axes would go as Dory is the best, Bolton is the yeah. second best, and Kasai is the absolute worst. Bolton is really good with Saber's combo. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. My thing with Bolton is uh, he's a warrior that runs attack actions, and I think that's gross. Um, yes, I, I love does. Bolton and I love his design and I actually want to make a Bolton deck because as far as like just a visual like character design standpoint Bolton's mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters in the entire game yeah he's so cool me too but um, the the thing is like just the way his deck plays um, my favorite thing about Warrior is the interaction it's the attack reactions but uh, Bolton just well, he does a lot of straight damage very yeah, Bolton, yeah, and Bolton Axes, you run a lot of like Blade Runner, and what's the second swing? Mm-hmm. I think I would Stuff run like the that. Sabers Bolton though, if I had to pick. Yeah, I just like Sabers. I think they're cool. Yeah, Sabers, Sabers is really good. Centauri Sabers are, 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 I think, my second favorite weapons next to the Dawn Blade. I just like the idea of the <laughs> Dawn Blade. It reminds me of like, uh, it reminds me of Gandalf. Like, look to the morning on the uh, the second day and. It's just like holding the sword up to the light, and I'm just like, yeah. that's so cool. <laughs> I really that's like, the vibe uh, I get from a lot of Bolton art. He's very, um, yeah, he's very human paladin D and D, which yeah. is, is not Absolutely. what I play, but it's it's the vibe a lot of people want to go for. Yeah, I'm here for it. I think his, um, I love Raiden Bolton. Oh, that's it's that's the, the one I, I I originally wanted to make Sabers combo, and that's what I started putting together. But I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like the the take I've heard from a lot of people is just the more people seem to get into Flesh and Blood, and the more people really get deep into like what makes the game cool, the more they like yeah. Raiden w- way more than they like Sabers. Mm-hmm. And they well, always, I like Raiden Bolden. They one of the, one the, of the same dirtiest thing. things it's I've that, seen uh, is that Sabers is uh, like uninteractive, like for the most part. Yeah, yeah. The thing, the dirtiest thing I've seen though, is someone um, attacking with a Raiden for zero. Uh huh. Oh. And then, <laughs> no. and then I, 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 what do they do? They think they like they like Blade Runner did or whatever, and they just like the person didn't block it. Cause it was like it was like one card left in hand. Or whatever, and it was like it was like they were at like one life or whatever, and so it's like, do you have the do you have an attack reaction to to buff your <laughs> your raid or not, <laughs> right? And they they took the game and lost, and I was like, oh god. Wait, so did they? Yeah, you shouldn't did, do that. You shouldn't do that at one life. You should just block it. Did yeah. they? Did they razor reflex the zero? Yes, that's it. They razor. Yeah, thank you. Razor reflex is the name. Is the name. They razor reflex the raid. Oh yeah, because the the one Blade Runner uh, is on the next attack, not that attack. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, they they raised your reflex, oh, the ra- the uh, the Raiden, and the, got the person, and it's like, oof. I like yeah, blue I feel like reflex I would get that. 
I, I feel like I would have fully spiked the card. I feel like I would have, like, fully just, like, football spiked it. Just, like, arm, yeah. like, wind this up. Yeah, gotta be like, kidding me. Pete Townsend, like, windmill strumming the guitar. Just, like, mm-hmm. smack it on the table. I would have walked yep. away. I would have got up. I would have left the combat chain there. That's just filthy. Just a zero. A zero attack Raiden coming at you. <laughs> just hitting for zero. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zero for zero. Yep. Yeah. I think. I think the problem that I have and- with with um, Boltwin is that he's like he's the split warrior because you do still have to play those attack those weapon buffs. You do still have yeah. to play to the weapon, but you also have to if you want to get go again, you're going to have to get those now off of his ability. I should say. Uh, off of his ability, if you would, if you get go again, you're going to have to start using those attacks so you can charge. And yep. I and almost exactly want to abandon the charge mechanic lack entirely of with Bolton. Focus. He's a warrior, and the entire warrior class does different things than Bolton wants to do. Yeah, right. That's why you turn one soul food. Yep. GG. Mm-hmm. Turn one soul food. I. I have a lot of playsets of cards like that that I just just have that are like just like okay cards oh, that like soul work food in is, is like not situations. a good card, but it's like if you're just trying to combo as hard as you possibly can on sabers, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it can find find a home. Don't worry, guys. I'm uh, I'm bringing my Bolton Sabers deck to uh to Pro Tour New Jersey. Um, I, yeah, I, I got my qualification. I got I got some secret tech uh, that no one's ever heard of. That's gonna break the deck. This is actually the top deck in the format. See, I found I've, this. I've seen. See, I found I've this. Some people saying some katsu. I found some, some. I found. I found this underrated card that no one knows about called Go Bananas. You see. Oh, facts. <laughs> my yeah. is, that even CC, is that even CC legal? Deck. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not, not it is, right? <laughs> it's it's legal in <laughs> UPF, and I'm so yeah, terrified yeah. of the fact that if I try to play in the the UPF event at Pro Tour, someone's actually going to be like, I play Go Bananas, and they're going to pull out five packs of Arcane Rising. That is absolutely going to happen. But you have to name the card you want to pull, right? Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. And I feel yeah. like I feel like there's some psychopaths who like think they're original, but I feel like I'm going to get like multiple of them at the table. They're going to like point <laughs> and laugh at each other. They're gonna be like, "Are you also brought go bananas? Did you bring your packs, sir?" Yes, I did. Oh my god, isn't this so funny? Yeah, and they just bring a whole. They bring in a whole case out of their backpack. If that happens to me, if that happens to me, I'll just say, I'll, I'll say, hey, bet, bet. If you don't get the card you <laughs> named, I get everything else in the packs. <laughs> yeah, packs. <laughs> yeah. And they'll be like, oh, yeah. That's, and I'll be like, oh, yeah. That's like some old school magic ante. Yeah. Like, what's, the, what's the ante? Oh, it's my time walk. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Back when magic involved gambling. Well, that's what I love about Go Bananas. I I do I I do I do genuinely want to see an actual Go Bananas played in a game of Flesh and Blood. I can't play. believe that thing's legal in UPF. The <laughs> only oh time gosh. I've seen it Why played it is on DM Armada's YouTube channel of like of, like, of a Flesh and Blood right. game they, they that he has on his channel where he does. I think it's ads from Go Again Gaming. Mm-hmm. He um he plays Go Bananas and just starts ripping open some packs. Does not find it. <laughs> Does not find it. <laughs> Does not find it. No. <laughs> no. All right. I guys. keep playing Azalea, and you guys find Rain Razors or something. All right, guys. I'm stopping for my pack. I'm opening. Yep. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, that's crazy. History pack. So, mm-hmm. so is History there... pack would be good, though. The high, yeah, high, majestic, high majestic density. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it it's is. 12 per box. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's 36 yeah. packs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, so, I mean, better than so assuming to rate, box. assuming that like eight per box was like what Everfest did, and that's 24 packs. I mean, yeah, I mean, like it's been, 12 per box makes. It's been eight since Welcome. As far as like super rare and majestic, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and above, it's been eight since Welcome, so it was kind of cool to see twelve. But yeah. for a reprint set, that's what you want. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's absolutely. true. That's yeah. true. Uh, I actually, um, I'm to optimized not all the way. Uh, Katsu out of that and Reiner, uh, and then I have some stuff for my dash that I could do. Every box, really well. I've every box break I've seen from History Pack One has. Um, either a art of war um command and conquer enlightened strike or both uh uh out of the four boxes that so. i've technically busted three my brother had one but he just gave me all the cards that he didn't want which was <laughs> all but three um and i don't even remember what they were but out of the th- there was uh no command and conquers and two art of wars and one enlightened strike so, yeah. Okay. Sounds all right. So, Sounds about so right. it's still pretty high, but I did. I only got. I never got any command and conquers, and and did you get any legendaries? Oh yeah, uh, the mask of momentum. All oh, right, right, right. Yeah, That's the um, the the legendary pull right system is something I've always wanted to see go up. I think. Yes. Yeah. I actually. Well, I don't even want to see legendary pull rates go up. I want to see equipment shifted out of legendary into majestic. I, I think so. yeah. I, yeah. Well, I, I think I just want to see both. I think I want to see. Um, yeah. I want to see the uh, the yeah. price of legendaries creep down a bit, and I want to see. Um, because honestly, like, the the price of legendary, in the cases of some classes, when I got into the game, was about the price of a box. Um, you could yep. like I mean, after, that's, yeah. that's what a lot of them are, right? Yeah, and you could after you had like, you know, you could after you had a full deck together after a couple weeks when you want to get more serious, kind of justify that purchase. You could be like, right. oh, I could buy that seventy dollar card. You know, it just it's the one yeah. piece I need. I don't need the commanding conquers. You know, um, yeah, right. Well, that's what I kind of think. Like, but the now, command and conquer isn't like is is like good. But, like, it's not necessary. It's not nope. necessary. I, Whereas, I like, like the equipment that... pieces are very much necessary. Mm. I like that status for um, those like super expensive cards that keep the aftermarket of the game alive. Um, yeah, I just sure. don't like when, in the case of Command and Conquer, they encroach upon necessary for the top top level of play. Yes, yes, yeah. For I sure. think there's a lot more discussion around is Command and Conquer actually that good. That's what I've heard lately, and I think the answer is yeah. I guess theoretically it's not, but um, yeah. I think Command I think and Conquer. Um, yeah, there's so many things that do more than six um, damage now. Definitely, yeah. and I think. Uh, well, I think the other thing out. with Command and Conquer is I think it's um I think it's a slot in that uh, instantly gives you value, um, even if your mm-hmm. application of it is less skillful. It's a card that yeah. is just good when you play it, uh, no it matter what. Yeah, if they have I an think arse- it's also if they have I an think arsenal. it's also especially with Crown of Seeds being so common right now. Yeah. Oh. It feels like Crown of Seeds like, with Crown of Seeds you kind of get you get rid of the value from C and C and now you're just having a vanilla six like you know, two for six. 
I think the only deck I want to run CNC in that I'd consider making is Reinar. Yeah. I think Reiner is actually a pretty good dark horse for the Pro Tour too. Maybe original. I have a theory. I have a game theory about Reiner. Is it the the Terralim from Reiner? No. It's not about Classic Constructed. Here's the thing. Reiner and Classic Constructed I actually don't think is the pick. Uh, He has traditionally been good into formats that are slow. He is the dismantler of slow formats. Uh, he's great because, um, in a fast format, uh, he gets dumpstered because he's really stupid because he's Reinar and he's a brute and that's what they do. That's what they're supposed to do. Um, but then you get these like high and mighty ivory tower, fricking prism control decks that, uh, dominate the format and you have, uh, mm-hmm. old him, these big stompy Bravo decks that, uh, you know, just are, they puff their chests out and they're big and resplendent and beautiful. Um, no, like, Reinar's great, because then you just, like, let this dumb fucking angry guy in there. He swings his arms around, and they don't know how to deal with him. He just dumpsters these super slow control decks that want to play the game slowly, because he just says, like, oh, you want to block me? Well, I'm going to make that really awkward for you, and make you block with the cards you don't want to block with. Um, especially for Prism, too, right? Because it's like, oh, Phantasm? It's up and um, I think uh, yeah, unless yeah. Uh, unless like, hard counter to phantasm is brute, period. Yeah. It is brute, and it's I mean yeah. it's also guardian to an extent. Um, the thing is mm-hmm. like, Reiner is going to be good if the meta leans very aggro, um, which mm-hmm. uh, or if I mean it, not no, if, the, if it leans control, uh, the meta is going to lean aggro in CC. Um, that's yeah. that's Starvo basically the consensus. Yeah, Starvo is still around. Uh, a lot of people are yeah. underrating Prism, even if I still think Prism is very good. I still think mm-hmm. Chain oh, yeah. beats it, and Chain is probably going to be the most represented deck. It just seems like the safest bet right now. Um, well, it, it Prism was the thing that toppled Chain in, in that Las Vegas tournament last year. It's, like, I'm yep. not saying it's not possible. I'm just talking about numbers and what the field's going to look like in representation. Yeah, it's going yeah. to I mean, be a lot of Star Wars. Um, now, here's my, oh, yeah. here's my crack theory. Uh, so what happened to Blitz recently was that it got slowed down, which, in my <laughs> opinion, means that without Viserai, Old Him is the best deck in the format. Vis- I Viserai... Oh, I was already I was already dealing with Old Him Viserai too. Viserai <laughs> beat Old Him, and that was why Old Him wasn't the best deck. Uh, no one plays Prism and Blitz. I think Prism's super underrated in Blitz. I think more people should play Prism and Blitz. But that's besides think, the uh, point because people don't do it. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I think maybe like a heavy, a heavier item, heavy dash, might I've, be able I've to heard, have a good thing to like, old him because eventually, because old him's not going to kill you because he's way. going running fatigue. So like you can just no. hopefully build up a pretty good board. Maybe so. And like my stuff like Rotary Ram and stuff like that to anti fatigue tools and put it back on the bottom of your deck. Yeah, so um, before before uh, any side tangents evolve, uh, my, my conspiracy theory is I basically think Old Him is going to be seen at the time by the meta as the best and probably one of the more represented decks uh, at the Pro Tour's Battle Hardened event. Uh, mm-hmm. And my crack mm-hmm. theory is that Reinar is going to win Battle Hardened. I think a legit fucking Reinar is going to walk away with it. Very well good. Hmm. I, not me. You I'm can you can be floor level reporter on that one. Uh, listen, yes. I I think yeah. I think Reinar is the conspiracy theory of the Blitz format. Okay. However, what's 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 going on with this item dash list? 
So I was going to say, um, my brother, his biggest, his best deck, he has two decks that he uses when we play uh, Blitz. One is KO, and the other one's Dash. And his Dash is nasty. Because he does, because, um, you know, we're not, we're not commoner. We're not restricted to the, uh, we're not, you know, he, he's not restricted to our, our, our mere common list. And he plays. The gloves are um, off. I I can play Heart of Fiendal. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. Uh, what he doesn't have any legendaries, but he yeah. he plays the. What's the one that if you boost three times it has ten maximum um, velocity? Yeah, that's a super fun card. I um I he yeah legitimately plays that and destroys. He destroys the old him. I actually like the old him cannot handle that. I think that card is like really good if you're just a purely aggro dash list. He is. He it's is. He has no. He's yeah. like hardly any items. He's got all because this is the, my my commoner is pseudo based off of what he did, except it just doesn't have his top end. And yeah, um, he's got like zero to sixty and like T bone and all the like low cost things, and he gets stuff yeah. for free. And then he just like he's like uh, like swing for six. Oh, okay. Swing for four. Oh. Jeez! All right, please stop. Swing yep, for three. Pounder. Yeah, Tackle and then he's like, yeah, "Swing for so three. Good. and I'm like, "Ah, eh, I'll block that." Okay, now swing for ten. Oh gosh, I'm dead. Like, what, <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> yeah, especially in, in Blitz. In Blitz, when like, I mean, da- uh, like Tackle Pounder Dash can put out a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Broom a blade, lot of pressure in Blitz. Blade, no arcane. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah, essentially. Essentially, essentially, he said, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so just not his split damage. About the arcane damage, and then his his KO part, deck. But... His KO deck is also just terribly nasty. Now, the two times I played against him in the last uh, the last event we were at, which is last Wednesday, I won because he rolled bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he had a we, match where he he rolled every deck. attack was a six, and he was like. Hey, I'm coming in for 18. Yeah. And and then they're like, he, uh, How does he oh, feel geez. about ready to roll? Yeah. All of them. All of them. All of them. All of them. And, then, <laughs> and then he and then he then attacked with the two mandibles. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And then like old yeah. him, of course, he's still alive because he blocked everything out, but old him took like uh I think he ended up taking a total of 14 off of that interaction. So he had, he yep. lost all his cards. So he was like, okay, draw four, your your turn. And my brother goes, he's like, all right, this, this, attack again. Rolls, 24. And then, That's all right. And then, he, and then he's just like, what? That guy stopped coming. He stopped oh, coming no. to our events. Oh, like, no. 24. Man, Blood Rush Bellows is such a good card. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I love Brute so much. Um, I, it's fun. It's a, it's a treat. I think Kaio is great, too. I think the fact that he can just do that to you for, like, no reason, mm-hmm. just because he can. I like that Blitz has those decks. I know a lot yeah. of people yes. say... This hurts the competitive integrity of the format. I think those people are afraid of Benji and should just take being killed on turn one without having a chance to play a card like a man. 
<laughs> All right. Oh, Benji. You know what? <clears throat> I'm excited to have an adult ninja because we've had so many young ninjas, right? Yeah, we got just, Benji, just got we got Ira. kids out of here. I want to play yeah. my grown-up Zuko. Yeah, that's exactly Oh my gosh. I cannot believe how much they are both Zuko and Azula. Yeah, I love them. Straight up. uh, like like, It feels almost like copyright infringement. Yeah, Yeah. we're like, did they get a deal with Nickelodeon or something? Like, what's going on? It's almost like, I'm just not going to say anything to Nickelodeon. I'm just going to pretend like, yeah, this is fine. This is an original character. This is all original. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. It is great though. I genuinely like. I like. I like it. Unironically, when works just like are really on the nose with their influences. Yeah. 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 No, I can. Like, I I can. I don't need Fab to be like. It's a trading card game. Like, I don't need it to be like this super seriously like refined uh, art house uh, production of uh, an art piece. Right. Uh, And that's that's so important. And I think the idea that like someone at lss was just like i want to play a zuko and now we have zuko in the game basically is really yeah. cool i think it's awesome yeah. that we could just do he's that. he's a ninja that's kicking fire how is he not <laughs> like and he's got a scar yeah. over his yeah, eye. No. how is he not him like 100 yeah, percent. and like it's the only so thing that we really have going for the azula clone is the is the whole look uh yeah we don't really, you know, she didn't have dragons, right? I'm this she close had to buying the footsteps for her. I like her look. I want to dress like that. I want to be like that. I want to do Those my... Those are some hands. killer heels. <laughs> I want the heels. I want the heels really bad. And I really want to do yeah. whatever combo shenanigans she's capable of. Yeah. And you know what? And dragons. 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 I own I, you know, several items in my room that uh, I don't own because they're like practical or useful, just just because they have dragons on them. So like, I'm very oh excited. sure, yeah, I'm very excited for that. Oh yeah, I I mean, th- this is like a permanent desk ornament for me. And yeah. if you're unfamiliar with Monster Hunter, this is a dragon for Monster Hunter. There we go, dragons, dragons. Oh yep. yes, dragons are sick. Ner- Nergigante, the spiky boy. The spiked one, yeah. Mm. Um, I just like uh, I I can't believe how close they are. Like I was showing some of my friends who aren't in Flesh and Blood. I was like, hey, look, they made a Zula. <laughs> um, yes. If you guys are familiar with Diablo three, the female voice for the wizard is the same voice actress as Azula. So I name oh. every female wizard in Diablo three Azula, and she is only a fire sorcerer in in, nice. in my builds. That's so, so that's very so nice. Awesome. Yeah, I I think the new hero, um, I think they're gonna be great. I think both of them are gonna be really yeah. cool. There's talk about a fourth hero. A lot of people are throwing um a lot of thoughts around. I think everyone yeah. who says that um, Shiana is going to get support or there's going to be some sort of Shiana uh, is an insane person. I know she's present in so. lore. She gets support with every set. It's called specializations. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> like a cool, I guess she could be a completely different archetype that I guess wasn't implied that much. Or wasn't implied? I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't the think there's actually a fourth hero. 
Yeah, I, I don't think there is either. I'm but on the fence. I, I hope there is you know because what? I don't want to see the Icelander drafts. Like that's going to be rough. That's why. Well, that's why I think there's going to be a fourth one. I genuinely think. Yeah. I have a theory. I think it's Ice Brute. I think we're getting a Yeti. And I want a Yeti. I think it'd be really cool. Imagine how sick that would be. Imagine you that just had this cool. like imagine you just had this like abominable snowman. Like Brute An abominable Zero. snowman with a dragon? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not with this dragon. riding a dragon. Well, it's like yeah. I I can see the draft dynamic they're going for where the draconic talent really wants red cards and the uh the ice, ice talent wants blue. Yeah, the ice talent obviously really wants blue ones. Yeah. Um, oh, those poor yellows. Only Prism cares about yellows. Well, Bolton sort of. It's it's uh it's actually yeah. it's well Bolton's Prism is the, the the thing is Bolton like we discussed a, a while ago has zero focus as a character. Prism has a ton of focus, and that's why she's super good. And that's on the light talent. The light talent is fantastic, fantabulous. Um, and it does great things with yellow pitch. Uh, so, you know, it looks like we got this right. weird dynamic of, like, we got draconic light and, I guess, ice. Uh, and other talents might just arbitrarily assign themselves well, to colors or it's not, to play. It's not ice. It's yep. elemental. And then she has an ice text. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I um I'm just thinking of like the, the oh, yeah. heroes Essence they could ice. add in, mm-hmm. and um, I mean they've been hinting it that they want to make more illusionists for a while, so I'm not surprised at illusionists. Yeah. However, I think most of the sets and most of what they're going to be doing in the future are going to be kind of buffing that like bottom end of the tier list. Like, think about it. We got um, ninja. We got a ranger in the last set. Uh, yep. Runeblade and Guardian. We're gonna ignore the fact that they were super overpowered. That's neither yeah. here nor there. But um, you know, we have a ninja. We have a wizard, which isn't good. Ninja is kind of near the bottom of the tier list. And uh, you know, imagine we get a brute. Also, imagine absolutely imagine that. Uh, like maybe maybe this could be the brute buff. Maybe we get an ice brute that That's... makes frostbites in brute. I think that could actually mm-hmm. work. I think, That's what work, I, lo- I think it would work. I think it would work well. Um, yeah, I might have to do a thing or two, but um, I'm also trying to think of how it would interact with some of the cards that are already around. But um, I mean, it might be ice boot might be a little bit much because it's already like intimidates, and now you're adding control <laughs> elements on top. Yeah, but maybe yeah. it's like the control. But, maybe it, maybe maybe in typical brute fashion, it discards even more cards and it like super hinders itself and also uh the thing is um actually wait brute wants to run six cost things and blue cards six attack. in yeah. brute or six attack yeah no that wouldn't happen no unless they made it Maybe. happen anyway they could surprise yeah. me what even would that i've heard assassin thrown around i've heard that like this could be the assassin set I've heard Assassin's Creed because they're mentioned in lore, in like some of the lore books. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I've actually I've seen I've heard uh, I've heard the theory that Shiana is the ice assassin, but I'm just like, really? I don't buy it. I don't believe Shiana is like a, has a very clear. Right, she's yeah. a shapeshifter. She's very clearly like a political force. Mm-hmm. Gonna, Hence, why she's like she's I'm like gonna, the whole point is she's why she's in all the lore stories because she's this point of political on power. Live stream if Shiana is in the next set as a playable hero with at token rarity. <laughs> I'll mm. do it. I'll eat the, I'll eat the whole shoe. 
I just think Shiana. Uh, I think they'll probably keep Shiana as, as that legendary young hero. I think sure. so too, and I think that's very cool. Yeah, and I like Shiana in the meta, and I hope that the Shiana's my most expensive pull so far. That's sick. that's a really good pull. I my most expensive pull is just Tunic. Um, nothing, mm. nothing crazy. Just a hundred dollar card. I, yeah, mine is definitely Mask Momentum. Yep. Um, Although one of my favorites is definitely the extended art Arcane Lantern. Oh wait, I mm. got um, I got a. That's a good one. I, I have one. Of it those just too. looks so beautiful. I got um from yeah. an unlimited pack of Arcane Rising, just a stray pack. I got a Foil Commanding Conquer one time. Um, That's a really good value. And I also mm. got one time from a box of Everfest. Um, it was great. I bought a box of Everfest, um, and then I was like, my bank account can handle another one after the set came out. So I got another one, and uh, I actually made my money back on that one off one pull. I got a uh, full art pulver- uh, pulverize. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, so I actually wow. sold that when I was getting some legendaries for some decks I wanted to make. That's awesome. Yeah, the full art Arcane Lantern is so beautiful. It is. It it is. I put it in something just because I. Um, it's got to be in something. I, uh, yeah, I've got it right I, here. I'm just, I I want to run it in my. Uh, it's just so. So pretty. Oh yeah. I um I Valdemired into someone who had recently just uh like that day I guess spent the seventy bucks or whatever on the full art Earthlord bounty. And oh I, yeah. And I, and I stomped their Valda deck and I felt bad. <laughs> yeah, I'll really, pay to win because I'm really good at Valda. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I actually have two Shianas, and I was actually looking to offload one at the calling uh, that I went to, but no one wanted it. So I, I was like, "All right, weird. fine." You got it. Yeah. It's a card that requires you to own a lot of card pool in order to build. Yeah, I guess that's, and I was that's like, quite true. She is the card that says I'm never building all the young heroes. Like she is the one card that I'm like, this is my limit. I I'm not doing this now because I play so much more blitz now because of the league I'm in and, you know, in person, um, I had, I used to be like, I'm going to build every adult hero, focus on one adult. And then that's it. I'll just play whatever blitz I have. Now my, my new strategy is, all right, I'm going to focus on two decks per set. And one, one classic constructed, and one. That's blitz. what I'm doing at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and I'm just gonna start rotating stuff out. I might rotate out Valda instead of Kasai because I like Kasai more than Valda. So. Fair. Honestly, I may just make my warriors evergreens. Kasai is, I mean, Valda is gimmicky and incredibly matchup dependent. Mm-hmm. Kasai's. Just it good. is. That's the rough part about Valda. It like. Valda, obviously good. Why wouldn't I just play Bravo when I can turn on Dominate whenever I want? Yep. But also, I've yep. I've played the Dravo build. Um, now, you do feel not being able to draw off your opponent's card draws. Like, you feel it. But mm-hmm. I guess it's technically more consistent, and Showtime is a lot of good value. Yes. Showtime is amazing. It's a good card. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially in the Earthlore build. Straight value. I had to actually look at, at some of my decks um, to see what I have because, like, I know I'm going to be looking through uh, and probably possibly editing um, Dash while I get some pull some stuff out of her to play mm. for the commoner league <laughs> because I, I need uh, that shotgun. I'm going to commit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to commit a grave sin. Um, my main commoner deck. Once I find it, I'm going to play with it unsleeved. 
because uh, mm. commoner is my oh. oppor- commoner is my opportunity to do that. I- I've always loved the uh, the idea of That's just true. like making the radical statement that like yes, we use our cards incredibly earnestly as playthings, and we wrap them in a rubber band, and we uh we bridge shuffle these things, and we like the problem know, they're game pieces, but also like. I'm not going to do that with my legendaries. So a commoner no, deck God, no. is a really, I think, cute time to do that. You just have this pile of commons where you're just like... That's one of the great things about Keyforge. Exactly. Deck is, wor- deck is worth nothing oh, yeah. except to you. Oh, exactly. Yeah. No, I, I, love having, um, yeah. I love having individual cards or like uh, card <laughs> decks where I'm just like, I'm going to desecrate this. I leave this unsleeved. Like, this is my personal yeah. thing. This is my Pokemon deck from when I was a kid. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it, the only value in these pieces is sentimental to me. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's what I love about Commoner is I feel like because the cards are are so worthless, there's such a there's such an added like they mean so much to me though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're my yeah, ten for sure. deck. Mm-hmm. For sure. I'm not sure I can play unsleeved. I feel like my 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 brain is just like we must protect them, even if they're I... commons. <laughs> I, I just I get don't that. generally like playing unsleeved because the feel of the cards, like shuffling, doesn't feel very oh, good. I love it. I don't know why, but there's something about it that's just so like these cards don't feel as good as like bicycle playing cards to shuffle. Sure. Mm. Yes. Yeah. They don't, right. They just don't feel good. Smooth. Right. Well, they're not. So, like, they're not plastic like the bicycle cards. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. They're more cardboardy, so they don't—they don't feel nearly as good to shuffle. I just—I I hate the feel of cardboard. Period. I, I wonder, so I don't. I wonder how shit my opponents would feel at Pro Tour if I um if I pull up, sit down across from them, bridge shuffle my deck, and then beat them with it. Probably pretty bad. That's that's yeah. That's, that's they, more they, what I'm getting. That'd be a story. Bad. That'd be a story they carried on the rest of their life. It's about like, the mind games. Look, Look at this jerk coming sitting down on my table, <laughs> bending all their cards. Like what? Like there's what? just like you just you just uh, actually I don't even know if you could I don't think I don't think you can actually do that at a tournament. Can you not? Do you they, have to? Do you have to sleeve them? No, they have to be in opaque. They have to be in opaque sleeves. Oh, they'll accuse me of marking. Oh, you might that's be right. A, that's no, that's that's tournament rules. That's yeah, right, they have to be in opaque sleeves because then you can like make a card and you know which one's which. Yeah, they're yeah. they're very strict about okay. marking cards. Well, I'll yeah. play them in so, sleeves. Then I can't just sit across from someone and be like, no, you can get you can, you can get called on like the Dragon Shield classics. Those ones, if you get like the white ones, oh, um, mm-hmm. they can be a bit see through. So you can get judge call on that. You need to resleeve your deck. That's why they. That's why the Dragon Shield, the Dragon Shield dual mats, are mm. like are the way they are, so that they can't be like they are fully opaque. Yeah, they're they're like okay. That's oh, that's sad. That's yeah. Sad. Term, those are just German regulations right there. Even in the side of that. Yeah, yeah. So um, I actually learned something really cool, and I don't know if you guys know this, but do you know the the hidden card error fix? This is one of the coolest things to me as far as rules go in Flesh and Blood. I didn't know that. So if you see an extra... Do you know... So if you see an extra card, like you draw an extra card, right? Yeah. And uh, so let's say like you two, are, didn't know this. You two are against each other. So if, if, if Murph draws an extra card, you reveal your hand to Arafel. And... Really? Oh, interesting. They pick one card, as many cards as there are extra, and you get to put it on the top or bottom, Arafel. Oh. That is the fix for seeing extra cards in this game. That's it so is interesting. Cool. Yeah, 
Like, instead of just being like, oh, I put it back. Like, no. Like, when you're at the calling, you might want to look up some of these rules because uh, they can be pretty strict about, I've seen, like... I've seen resolutions of that where people say, like, they'll just shuffle it into the top five. Yeah. <laughs> like, they'll just shuffle that card back into the top five. What if my hand is... Shit? That's that's technically not what's supposed to happen. Yeah, You're supposed to show your hand and but what every if, extra what card. If, okay. What if, though, counterpoint, my hand is garbage... Mm-hmm. And I say, okay, <laughs> I want to cycle a card. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> you you purposely draw an extra card on oh, accident. I'm <laughs> sorry, my B. I don't think that I don't. But then you could be you could be drawing the card you draw could be the good one. That's a good point because they can do. That's that, a good point. So... If you got a, if you got a terrible hand, you must have good ones somewhere, right? You're right. You're right. And they get to pick. And if they, and get, they to get to pick. To know. And if it is a combo yeah. piece, then they can just be like, haha, plunk your pull line. Bottom yeah. of the deck. Bottom, bottom of the deck. Because I get like, They take your welding gust wave and that, just tuck it that, to the bottom. If that does happen, I get to pick. <laughs> That's the important yeah, thing. Yeah, just for you. I love mm-hmm. that so much. Yeah, there's there's some cool r- rules in this game that I I think they thought this out quite well. That's another thing is like mm-hmm. me trying to become a because I'm te- I'm a certified level zero judge. So like, um, when I was at the um, we did one. Uh, what are those bigger events called? Skirmish. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I did a skirmish, yeah. and they were like judge, and they're like technically no one here's a judge, and actually I was like I am. You know, even though I'm one of the players, I'm like, I'm a level zero certified judge. And there was a judge call with the old him player who, um, he was, he was getting a card intimidated out of his hand and he was trying to instant, uh, this not staunch response. What's the, what's the instant that prevents, uh, damage steadfast. Steadfast. So he was trying to steadfast nothing. And I was like, you can't do that. That's not... Well, that's the thing. It prevents yeah. damage. From a source. From a source. So, like, you have to pick a source. No, but uh, here's the thing. It prevents damage the source would deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let he me didn't look have it a source to right pick. Now. That was the... It's not that, that he's preventing damage. It's the fact that he didn't have a source to pick. So, like, literally... So, wait, so he, the played guy... it, he played it on the Intimidate. Yeah, for why? Because he was trying. Because he was going to get it intimidated out of his hand. He was worried about it being intimidated, and it was. So it's so, like, okay, I guess you could play it. I. It's an instant. It would depend on which one resolves first. Was he trying to cycle a card? It's a weird interaction. Yeah, it's it's weird. But the thing was, he didn't have anything to. So he he. I'm gonna read. What, I'm gonna read the, the text the, on this card. The brute player played a buff, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't play an attack. Played a buff that intimidated. Yeah. Oh right. And and so like the intimidation goes to happen. He's like, okay, I'm going to staunch response. This and he's like, you can't, because there's nothing to to, it's like to prevent. Yeah. 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 Or sorry, steadfast. I'm going to steadfast this. And, and and it was just like, 
uh, they called me over. I was like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, there's nothing for you to essentially target. Like, I don't know what you're trying right. to prevent. So it doesn't, it doesn't prevent work the same as the next seeds, for six example. damage right. that would be dealt to your hero. This By game. a source. So, I guess the question would be, like, could you pitch the card to play it? But at that point... Oh, no, no. Because it's an instant, you can still... Like speed, there's no not a problem with speed on on that interaction. Okay. Like you can oh, yeah. as a there's by not a, a problem with a source of your choice. Yep. Yeah. So like, yep. you, what are you going to choose? So you play. I guess it. you could choose the weapon. You pitch but... three. There's nothing to stop that, and basically, nothing happens. It goes to mm-hmm. discard. Yeah. That. Like so, I don't even know what he was trying to do. Like I was just like. He just instead of instead of getting rid of it. He was trying to get value out of it just in case it need, was my, needed, but he was my, trying to... My last The way he was talking defiance. about it. Yeah. He was trying to basically convince me to allow him to look at the opponent's hand and prevent he, whatever next attack was no, coming. No! Oh! And I was like, so was he trying to... I was con- like... Was that no. it? Was he trying to convince you to, like, undo the buff from, like, whatever it was? It must have been, like, a bell- some sort of bellow, like, awakening bellow. Yeah. Man. Yeah, Man. I don't. I don't remember what the card was 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 specifically. I know it wasn't an attack, That's and insane. it was causing an intimidate. And I was just like, dude, I don't. No, you can't. Pl- like, what? What are you gonna? That. What are you gonna prevent? That is absolutely you... a way a human person playing the game Flesh and Blood, made by Legend Story Studios, could go about things. They certainly could play the card. I, I'm I'm yeah. saying like, there's not a rule that says they can't play it. No, no, they but, like, they could play it. But they were trying to convince me that they were going to prevent damage. Yeah, yeah, of course. But like, you know. and I was like, "No, you're not." Like, so I've already had to do judge questions, and at least, hey, I'm I'm, I'm level zero. Like, you can actually look up my gem ID, and you'll see I'm a level zero judge. I um, I mean, if judge questions are like that, I could probably be a judge. What's the test? Well, I mean, level not, zero judges are really there's some it's easy to weird become ones. A level zero judge. What's the, what are Sorry? the te- what are the tests? It's like? it's fairly it's fairly like it's not too it's not too bad to become a level no. zero judge. No, level zero judge is actually super easy. I'm not. I'm not trying to brag. Um, I'm just. Yeah. Um, level one's a little bit more work. Yeah, uh, I have yeah. taken the test three times. Uh, the first two times I missed by one question. I took it yesterday and I missed by four or five. How often they change are you the able exam? To take it? It's as much as once much a as you month. Want. Once a month. That's it. Once a month. Once, once a month. month. Uh, and before this new judge uh program they started. Uh, you had to directly contact them. Wow. So I was directly contacting them. Send them an I have email. A, oh, yeah. I mean, you do it through their system. Like, you're not just, like, making an email. You're mm. like, I'm going to submit a form, and it goes to their email, and they email you back. And they're like, Fortwan, please, we appreciate your interest. Here is the test. Don't share it with anybody. And, like, like I took the test. The second time I t- took it, I had covid and oh, I was so God. proud of myself of still almost passing. So I was like... Well, yeah. almost. I've Next certainly time. thought oh. about taking it. <laughs> I don't know if I will. I've thought about it. Well, for me, being being a pseudo-tournament organizer... It's it, it allows you to be yeah. also a judge. Yeah. And I'm, a, I'm the only level zero mm-hmm. in the town, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Right. So... That helps too, um, and I want to try to get level one just so I can 
understand things because as a magic player when i played i didn't care i didn't, <laughs> I didn't care at all so you know i i, I don't i I didn't, uh, I'm just more interested in this one. I get you. Uh, is there anything else that we would like to, to cover tonight? Um, not that I could think of really. I mean, we've got quite a lot, so. The only thing I was thinking of was, um, doing a quick go over of the price support for the league. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably a good one. Um, go ahead and do that. Uh, I, I haven't looked actually. (laughs) I know that yeah. there's the deck box stuff, but that was it. So I know. So the big one, obviously, this is a big name, which is um, Smithle was was mm-hmm. in contact with with, with um, Quiver. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're getting uh, a product of choice for the league winner. Yes. So it sounds like what's on the table is you can get one of the you can get a Quiver deck you can get a Quiver deck carrier one of the bolts, deck sleeves, deck boxes, kind of like whatever whatever you want. Pick of the litter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know he's also Smithville's also giving out uh, one pack, um, an assortment of packs, um, but one per week to as a participation Ooh. prize. Exciting. So you're basically everyone in the league is entered into it as long as they complete their match for the week. Yeah. Oh wow. So that's also a really cool one. So just for just for participating, you could you could pull a CNC from your Arcane Rising. Sweet. And. Um, yeah, so it's super cool price support, and it's actually, you know, it's really generous for a completely free commoner league. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah considering it's a, it's the cheapest league, cheapest league you can join, and um, it's I mean, pretty I was good price support. Anything? <laughs> I was like, it's yeah, true. I'm here to just play some games. Yeah, I just I said, I mean, everyone signed up to play some games. They got some really good price support. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and I'm ha- I'm happy we're going to be covering it too. Uh, oh, that's going to be and... so fun. Yeah, it's going to be really fun to see the. Um, some of the data roll in from mm-hmm. Smithle because I know he's he's trying to uh, capture that in the uh, no match reports. Played this format yet? <laughs> so yeah, no, it's gonna be really really fun to see what comes in. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, me too. Yeah, I'm. He he convinced me to join. Like I joined the Discord because I was I was on Twitter. I was like, I need to find people to talk to to Flesh and Blood about because I'm because like my my Monster Hunter Circle like one guy plays. And he, mm-hmm. we don't get to play together, That's so like, it. it's it's just like okay, I need to find people, and then he directed me here to this Discord. Yeah, He's like, here you go. I was like, but I don't play commoner, and then he did some gif of some guy having a heart attack, and I was like, I'm sorry, but and then I was like, okay, okay, I'll try it. It's free. It's I built the deck for three fifty. It's good, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It's like offloaded all of my bulk i'm no longer doing that i'm keeping all of my bulk now because i build so many decks now so oh yeah that's what i like about commoner so just can make yeah. everyone in the game yeah yep. and also, also you can make everyone optimized oh yeah because it's yeah. all super cheap yeah it's true it's true yeah. like what the well, most expensive the most expensive card you're gonna have is a foiled rare yeah yeah and that's equipment only so exactly yeah so or like a foil well, that at all that cost you three bucks. I have two of those. <laughs> I, sold I actually one recently one. ordered one. Two of friends because they're um, this. I I love I. I just wish I just wish that at all was like slightly better. Slightly yeah, better. I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Um. So uh, I guess we'll we'll wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you for making this podcast a reality. Yeah, of course. Any um, next week, same time. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Um, and I uh, we're going to try to do this uh, every week, and um, probably still on Mondays. Um, we're still trying to flesh out minor details, um, but we got it going today. So uh, thanks everyone for tuning in, and we'll we'll see you later. Okay, everyone.